This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. And away we go on a Thursday. What's up? How are you? Welcome into the latest episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian at Boston versus the book on Twitter, live on YouTube, props YouTube, live on Twitter at Boston versus the book and at Sports Talk. Matt, we got football, Dave. Welcome to Thursday. What's up? At Sports BK can sink for me. Thanks. I didn't say mine. I just said the you show. You did. At what Sports did Talk, Matt, that's how you finished it. I did? Oh, sorry. That's all right. Just have just, it. You just, you get in that mode. <laughs> I mean, you scare me every morning when you come, what are We're here. And then you start to name all the things we're on and what we're doing. Right. Um, Thursday. It's one day before tomorrow, Friday. <laughs> That's how it works normally, yes. Yeah, but tomorrow's different. We're yes. going to be at the Circa. Live show. Do we put, is it the Circa? I've always wondered this. It's Circa Sports, but is it at the Circa Sports or just Circa Sports? Well, it's. It's at Circus Sports, but the building, I'm saying I'm going to Circa or to the Circa. I just say go to Circa. And go then whenever Circa. I whenever I say I'm going to go, I'm going to Circa, Madeline gets very pissed off. Whoa. She's very angry about this. Why is she getting mad? We don't 21 want plus. Mad. She does not like the 21 plus <laughs> rule for Circa. Well. She says, Daddy, you spend a lot of time there. I want to see what it's like. I want to see the book. And show I said, her videos. I do. Not good enough. That's <laughs> not what she wants. She wants in person. She wants to go and see it herself. Why she are you can't. there all the time? Why do you go there all the time? Why can't I go? Why is it 21 plus? What does that mean? I'm like, kid, if you're mad about 21 plus at eight, we got a long road to go in this city. That ain't good. <laughs> There's a lot of things you're not going to be able to do for a long time. But she's got the story of my 16 year old sister getting into the club. So that's already in her brain. So. You know, to her, oh, she's got, no. she's, she's counting it down to when she can, <laughs> she's oh, like, rules don't apply to us. Come on. Oh my. Come up with different things, but we are into football season. We got the third preseason games tonight. Two of them to break down week zero on Saturday. We are one week away from the big, see that slate of games a week from today for college football. Yes. Huge slate of games on Thursday heading into Labor Day weekend. I love it. I mean, it's a quantity good. Quality. Eh. Correct. Yeah. But, but still, it's games. It's games. To watch and bet on. And I'm up to my eyes in my college football breakdowns. I'm in love with this right now. Enjoy. Oh, it's so fun. I love it. It's so fun to look at these games. Look at the different season totals. Look at different coaches and quarterbacks. You have to like, I, I always wait to write about now because 
injuries and whatnot happen. But now all these different transfer portal kids, it's wild. Like, Oh, you're there. Oh, you're there. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> like you have to, it's really remarkable to see how many different quarterbacks have changed and new star players. And it's, it's fun. We got to get Pete Futek on the show at some point in, in the next week. He's, I, he, he's my favorite college football guy. And I've talked to him every year for ooh, 15 years or so. And now Pete's in the gambling space with his with collegefootballnews.com and, so, and whatnot. So, okay, he's a, he, he's in our world. So we'll have we'll bring him on to break down. He's a realist. He's very uh, I, well, I don't know if I call him sharp, but he's very much on the on the on the cutting edge of what will happen with different programs. Controversial takes, not afraid to stand on his own and sort of bang bang his chest when he's right. So one of my goals for 2022 for us here in the uh-huh. brigade. People watch the show, hit the like button while you're here too. It would help us. Um, There's a damn phone. Stop with the sharp and the square. We're going to use, I'm going to make it my one of my legacies is going to be rhombuses and parallelograms. I sat. I think you you probably, you probably, you have a better chance. I think you have a better chance of move the damn number to be your, to be your legacy. Oh, there'll be multiples (laughs) of my legacies, but this sharp, this. I had a discussion yesterday with some people, and I heard, but you have a really sharp play. And I was like, what's a really sharp play? How about smart? Can we say smart? They're just a smart person. They're just a smart better. Like, forget the label. They're, they have a smart play on that day. We have stupid plays all the time. Smart people have stupid plays, but smart plays are smart plays. Smart is okay. We'll, we'll come up with something. Steam is is, is a oh, popular it's, one. It's, 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 get them out of here. Well, that's I, what it is. I hate that. It's not steam. It's just money coming in. It's just, you, you have to describe it as something. Oh, big steam coming in. Yeah. How's that always work out? It's, just, yeah. it's the same as the sharp play. Somebody right, can be right. intelligent. Yes. But intelligent. I mean, I, I prefer, we talked about this before. I prefer to be against steam than with steam, personally. <laughs> I like it more often. Huh. Don't tell the sharp guys that. I know. I just, I, I just sharp guys do. I would prefer to be. I prefer to align, not to move. I like betting a line that stays right where it is. <laughs> like, don't go either way. Just stick right there where I bet it. When it goes off at the number I bet it at, that's what I prefer. Well, that's why you, you you tried to get you to come into the risk room when I was still in the risk room. I needed you to come in. You'd have seen. You need to move the lines. That's part of what the book does. You can't right. just leave a line the same. No, I know. I get why. I get that. But I, I would prefer to if both sides of the game have an opinion, meaning there's money coming in on both sides. The number just stays where it is. So I uh, handicap you, it one you're way. Be a good customer for a betting exchange. <laughs> True. That would be. That's what the. Well, I mean, a lot of people want that. Yeah. You give. I, you make your bet at that number. Someone else takes the other side of it, and you have a bet. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Right. That's it. That's what I would prefer because I because I looked at the number, handicapped at the number. I'm okay with the bet at the time, right? And then they get up in the morning. It's moved one way or the other, and the panic. It already started. The panic already has started with my audience from just the picks. I go to bed. I make the bet. I get up, and the panic DMs come in. Matt, Matt, the number. Wait, I don't know. Should I bet it? I'm clear. What do I do? I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm like. Do make up your own opinion. <laughs> I told you what I'm doing. You can do what you want. Do I like being against steam? Not really. Do I like being with steam? Not really. I'd rather just be right where I handicapped it, where I bet it at and leave it alone. If I bet at three and a half and the number is five and a half, it's your call whether or not you want to do it. 
I bet it at three. You bet it at five. Up to you. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's worse. It was better this week when the number went, you know, two and a half for the Jets became five and a half for the Falcons. And everybody freaked out. And everybody who took the do- took the favorite lost. And every dog bet cashed. Right. <laughs> it's a unique thing by doing it with uh, with just the picks, doing it overnight. And, you know, that's that's a different thing. People have to make that decision. Yeah. You know, and they get it. If they get it early and it's moved, do you want it? Do you not? Do you want to fade it? Do you want to follow it? Do you want to take the worst number? Mm-hmm. Is it going to come back? I mean, I think that's why people watch and listen to the show. Mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of get a feel for where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately it still has to win after all of that. After all of that. <laughs> after all the line moves, all the different thoughts and theories, yeah. you still have to cash the ticket, <laughs> yeah. which is not so easy to do. For the chat, just so you know, the kid is at home today. Kendall's at home. So oh. she's in the chat little bit uh you know first week back to school we're into the second week and don't feel good apparently all the kids in class everybody's getting sick everybody's back together yeah. so there's a lot of things she felt under the weather today i don't know how i'm going to write the excuse tomorrow that she wanted to stay home to be in the bvb chat but i don't know we're going to have to come up with some creative writing uh for that but uh a sore throat is what we're diagnosed with so we're, we're at home today and in the chat look out she's gonna screenshot you all day gotta, gotta be careful of your facial expressions <laughs> she's gonna make you a meme <laughs> she's doing she does it every day <laughs> she facetimes me from downstairs to take my picture to then That's use phenomenal. it against me <laughs> it, it all. all right so everyone now is watching the nebraska northwestern line move because it's the most interesting game for saturday we're is at 13 yes it is <laughs> it's the most it's the most interesting game will we get to 14 it's yes. 13 and a half I told you that you're positive we're getting there somebody's getting there you said it would touch 14 and come back yeah. so with the, pretty much everyone's at 13 and a half now across the country yep and they've all been bet all the way up to it do we get to 14? Because that's obviously a key number. And does it stay at 14? And any thought that it crosses 14? Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. Will it cross 14 or not? Stop looking at your phone. <laughs> oh, the kid's blowing up my phone now. She already <laughs> took two screenshots. That's good. She said, I'm watching the show downstairs. Um, we'll cross 14. <sighs> Maybe one will. Okay. 14 is the buy point. It's easier to get off 14 than obviously seven, right? It's easier to get off every number. In college football, there are no key numbers. Really? Three? There's no, not at all? No. Wow. No. No, there's no no number. It's not the NFL. Like the three in the NFL is power. Expand on that because I told people this. I, I am against teasing college football. I don't recommend it. I don't like it at all. So explain it's not that much that. I mean, because the point spread is not nearly as tight as as um well shaped in college football that it is in the NFL. The NFL is the hardest market to beat, guys. I tell people all the time, everybody's waiting for football so they can lose more, not win more. I mean, it's 
it's hard to it's be. More, it's just more fun to lose money betting football than it is betting. Yeah, baseball. apparently so. That's what everybody keeps fun. telling me, and that's why books have been in business for a hundred yep. years. They like to it's bet just more football. Fun. It's just more, and fun. it's on Sunday. They yep. own Sunday. It's a weekend and world. Saturday too, and Thursday and Monday. It's which is more fun. Betting football, losing money on football, is more acceptable than losing money in baseball. Losing money is <laughs> losing money is losing basketball. money. Basketball. Um, I don't lose money on basketball as much. Not college basketball, at least. I mean, I'm pretty much a I'm pretty much a flat better in the NBA, and I'm pretty much a plus better on college. So that's that's a sport I do fairly well with, right? And I enjoy it. I like it. So. I like watching college basketball, I like betting college basketball, I like betting college right. basketball futures. Like that's just one of the sports I'm I'm pretty good at. It's the antithesis of what I am with baseball. Yeah, we I used to up. tell people all the time. I mean, like this goes back to you know Curacao. We offered six point even money teasers, unbelievable, and hoped that they used them for college more than they did the NFL. Fair, yeah, because you know again you got to do two games. You got to get them both right, and you get paid like you do a straight bet. That's it's great for the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but the numbers, the games don't fall around the numbers nearly as much as they do in the NFL. So you're not getting that much value. The power of the teaser isn't nearly as weighted as it is in the NFL. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend. I mean, a lot of times you you do it through trial and error, and you start to go, man, keep doing these two-team teasers in college, and I don't need to. I'd mm-hmm. rather do a parlay. Obviously, you do the straight bets, but you get paid two and a half times the amount of money if you parlay them together with the, with the point spread as it is, or you lay 120 or 130 or 140, what some books are charging for a two game teaser, and you don't end up not needing it. So that's the teaser explanation. I, I, I don't think that, again, I told people for years at the counter, in a risk room, talking to people on the street, college football teasers, not really that important. Not Maybe good. later in the season when the numbers get better and you're yeah. playing two teams that, you know, means something, but yeah, maybe Ohio State, Alabama, like maybe a national yeah, championship game. Exactly. Like, okay, fine, I'll do right. that. But right. that's a, it's very rare that I ever tease college football. I do no. tease NFL, and Week One is as tasty as it's going to come. I think all year for the eighteen weeks in the regular season, there are so many teaser legs available in Week One. It's there's like oh, the seven. NFL? Yeah, in Week One uh, right now. There are so many teaser legs available. It's beautiful. There's so many Wong teaser possibilities. I'll explain Wong teasers later. But if you guys are old school juice listeners, you know my obsession with Wong teasers. Obsession and, is a good word for it. But oh, I am I am in love with Wong teasers. We have at least one. I went. Um, what did I do last year? In 18 weeks, I believe I went 11 and seven. I think on Wong teasers last year. Something around that. I, I was up four to five games on on Wong teasers last year, laying minus 120, 130, depending on where the book was and the six number points. was. But, oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Six point teasers. So it was it's I just I Wong, you can't bet a Wong teaser till an hour before kickoff. That's why I do the Sunday show. And that's one reason why we do that, because then we find different Wong teaser legs. A, is that a parole rule? Wong no, it's to qualify for the Wong teaser rule. Wong teasers to do the formula. It's one hour prior to kickoff. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Who said that? Wong himself? Dr. Wong. Yeah. The guy who came, who came up with the strategy. What about the guys that do it on Friday with the better numbers? That's fine, but it doesn't qualify for a Wong teaser. It's, it's a teaser. It's a good teaser leg. It's but a it's, Wong it's not, teaser. It's, it's not, not a Wong teaser. Wong. If, you bet it on, if you bet it on Friday, it's not a Wong teaser. This is news to me. Okay. You can use the same philosophy, but it doesn't. the Wong teaser has to be before kickoff because the numbers move. So it's where the closing number is. Mm. So you bet it on Friday and then the number moves. No. I mean, it's crossing all the key numbers. So if you're betting Friday, it's two and a half and it goes to three and a half by at kick, it's no longer a long teaser. Right. So you're, 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 but if you got it at two and a half, you got the long teaser. If it closes there, it's got to close at that number. Yeah, but you, you, you got two and a half. You, you got the better number if you're taking the favorite. If you're taking the dog, if you wait, that's fine. But if it goes from three and a half Friday to two and a half, and you've done the teaser on Friday with the plus three and a half up to nine and a half, still won't teaser. Time of think when it's made doesn't matter as much as the number. According to the Wong teaser, it's where you make the number. It's where you bet right. it. Closing it's, number. Right. So if you get a better number than the closing number, you're, you're a super it, Wong teaser. Correct. But it does not qualify for what would be considered the Stanford Wong theory. Oh, my gosh. Just saying, in order to qualify for what it to I be a hurts. Wong teaser, it's got to be a Wong teaser. It's got to factor Kendall, in. put the Z, 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 Z <laughs> thing up here, please. What are you doing? Are, you're Wong the math teaser. guy. Oh, matters. Well, I'm the math guy. You're the math guy. Numbers matter. A formula matters when you go ahead the and numbers execute. matter when you make it. It's if you get a better number making it prior, you don't have to wait till kick to get it. If you want, but that doesn't That's qualify. It's yeah, but it doesn't qualify. That's the that's one of the, 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 you know, the, the real fun arguments people have got into for a long time about like, what is a long teaser and does it qualify? And, you know, <laughs> it's home teams, it's road teams. When you bet it. We'll have Mr. Wong on the show. He can explain it. Isn't he dead? Yes. I he's, yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't know, actually. I don't know. Pardon I me. If, he, if he's not, I hope he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's around, but. I just remember like, reading it and going, okay, just come, you know, we'll give it to you for minus 120. Come on, let's go. Yeah. I mean, Stanley, right? Stanley? Uh, Stanford. No, I know. What's his first name? Stanley Wong, right? No, oh, Stanford Wong. Stanford is his first name? <laughs> yes. His, his name is Stanford Wong, and he's still alive. Uh, okay, thank you. He's, he's 79, <laughs> 79 years old. Oh, okay, so he's up there. God bless Stanford. He's still around. All right. So we'll get in. We'll, we'll, we should do a whole, a whole hour on, on Wong teasers before the NFL. What day are you doing that? <laughs> I love them. They're so fun. They are such a fun bet to make. I love you're it. Be, like you're a professor as well as a as a counselor and everything Correct. else that you're doing. Right. You I actually, am a, profe- actually am a professor. <laughs> professor, yes. I know. That's why I said it. Uh-huh. Well, you make the joke that I'm a lawyer. I actually am a professor. I am not a lawyer. <laughs> you play a professor as well. But oh wow! Let's, let's I play go. a professor. Well, I am paid to be that one at least <laughs> twice a week. There's a lot of people paid to be professional betters as well. Just saying. By whom? <laughs> the books or by whom? 
Don't start asking those questions, <laughs> Piron. Nobody wants to know. Um, yeah, we're not doing that. an hour on swung kidding. I'm just kidding. But my, I, I, I will do a whole episode of just the picks on it, though, because my that audience loves it. That's we, not just the picks, though. You're violating the name of the show. Correct. Well, it, it's tongue-in-cheek. An hour anyway. you're going to talk about that? Oh. Ten minutes. We'll do a ten-minute breakdown on, on how to bet a long teaser. But right. Niners three and a half on the road tonight against the Texans. Niners' first half number is higher than their second half number, or the game number, rather. It's four and a half in the first half, three and a half for the games. It's, is this typical? Yeah. For week three or week four, starters are going to play. But this is week. If this was week four, would this still be the case? Or if this was week three with an extra well, preseason game happening? This is this is the the team saying the starters are playing the first half, right? Whatever that is in the past, it was just week three of the four week thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's week three of the three week thing. Mm-hmm. As soon as they know that, you know, the books know, you know, everybody knows. Instead of everybody. You know, nobody knowing shit. Everybody mm-hmm. knows it. So now you move the number and say, you want to play the first half? Pay the price. Four and a half. What do you feel more comfortable playing in this game? The first the half game. or the game? The game. Why? Because I don't think the Texans can do it to me back-to-back weeks. This is what you're going with, Professor? <laughs> I don't think the Texans, I don't think Davis Mills will play much in the second half. And I don't think the Texans will do what they did to me last week, which was a backdoor cover last drive touchdown to win the game. They were losing. I was covering two and a half would have covered it. Instead, they scored a touchdown and won 24, 20 Niners. And the Niners, I expect to have a big enough lead that they'll sit on it and run the clock out in the second half. Like the Falcons did on Monday. Um, well, I'm okay with the. I like the backups for San Francisco better than the backups for the Texans. So that the, the, the Jets and the Fal- oh, okay. Jets, Jets and the Falcons suck. So so they both both their backups are god awful. So it was more a quarterback play. I thought Mike White would play well, and he did for the Jets. So and All I think right. Trey Lance is going to play well tonight. And Davis Mills will say how much he plays for the Texans tonight. But Texans backups are in fifth and sixth string guys are bad. Niners have competitions going on. Still mm-hmm. to be determined yeah. in this last game. That's good. If there's uh, offensive lineman questions, defensive lineman questions, special teams oh, guys. That's good. There's yeah. Niners have got, you know, and backup quarterback questions. And then what does Trey Lance look like? I mean, you know, play him in the first half if they go for the whole game. I mean, Brady's playing. They made the announcement this morning. Brady's starting the third preseason game for the Bucks this weekend. He ain't been in camp for two weeks. I know, but I'm just, I'm just, he's played, I guess the the number is he's played in week three of the NFL or preseason in the NFL every week three since 2009. So this is just part of Brady's getting ready routine, I guess, is to play a third preseason game. But I like, I mean, I like Lance tonight. I like the Niners tonight. Uh, I, I think that they, Cover. I, I I don't know if they cover the first half number. It makes me a little queasy, but I mean, I think they probably do. Right. But, but I like the second half. I like the backups for the Niners more than the backups for the Texans tonight. Okay. If that's the case, so, then yeah, play the whole game. But here's a um, question. Packers hmm. are favored on the road at the Chiefs. Well, they were last night. What are they now? It was one and a half last night. Still one and a half? Hold on. I was on the college football stuff. Is that number moved? Talking about this game of the week, Nebraska thing. <laughs> um, San Francisco painted three. 
Oh no, it's down night. Nice. Well, it actually Texas. Oh, Green Bay. I should have I should have waited. I laid three and a half. We'll get to that and better to book it, but I should have yeah. waited. It's um, two and a half at, at Caesars. Wow. So how about that? Good. Um, it's like Monday. Go against me on the steam. Green Bay is one and a half. Yeah, it's dead, the, the, that state. Okay. Where are you on Jordan Love? Do I have to be somewhere? Where, yes. where, the, Jordan Love. As a legitimate NFL quarterback, where are you on him? He played horrifically in week one. It's a good thing he's Aaron Rodgers' backup. He won't have to play. I agree. <laughs> That's yeah. my point. Mahomes is playing. The first half? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's. we don't know exactly how much he'll play, but the rumor is he'll play a little bit tonight, like he did in the last game, maybe a little more than he played in the last game. But I like the backups for the Chiefs more than the backups for the Packers. And I don't like Jordan Love. Is is Rodgers playing at all? No. This is all Jordan Love. Rodgers isn't taking a snap? Not according to the Packers. Matt LaFleur is three and six straight up this year. Or, sorry, in his all-time record in the preseason. Yeah, but they do man, not care about preseason. Definitely does not care at all. And that's what happened in week one last year. Remember week one, they didn't play Rodgers at all in the preseason. They come out, they get smacked in week one on the road at Jacksonville. They oh, didn't like, yeah. they yeah. didn't enjoy it. They just don't care about preseason. And then they take on a team that actually was playing hard in the preseason and it takes the Packers a little bit to, war- to warm up. But with 17 games, they're like, hey, if we lose game one, week one, we're, we're good. We'll be fine. Aaron Rodgers has won the back-to-back MVPs. And the chat's blowing up between Jordan Love stinks and Jordan Love has hope and shows promise to Jordan ain't getting no love from us. Not from me. I think Chef Benny. for everything that happened by the drafting of him and pissing off Aaron Rodgers, it, it, his entire existence has been a problem for the Packers. I don't played know. better in week two. Played better week two. Yeah. Week one had three picks. Played horrifically in week one. Bounced back. Played better in week two. Be curious to see what he does on the road at Arrowhead tonight. I mean, if I'm the Packers, keep it as vanilla as possible. Just hand the ball off. Don't have to do much. You ain't ever going to play, Jordan, unless this guy gets hurt and he don't get hurt. Right. right. You ain't going to play, so I don't need you getting hurt. But he's a first-round pick quarterback, Dave. I mean, yeah. You invested a first-round pick in the guy. If nothing less, you got to do what the Patriots did with Garoppolo, and you got to trade him at some point and get value back for him. At I some point, you got to play him enough. Next year or the year after. But you got to play him enough to actually believe the guy can play the position and make the league believe he can play the position because nobody in the league right now would be trading for Jordan Love and clamoring to pull him off that roster. Why would you want to trade him? He's your backup. Right, but I'm saying at some point, he's either the starter for the Packers or he's being traded, one or the other. Like, there's there's no real in-between. Like, he's either going to be your starter until Aaron Rodgers retires. Correct, but Aaron Rodgers is 38 years old. Tom Brady is 45. Rodgers could play seven more years if he wants to mimic there Brady. ain't no way he's playing seven more years. You sure? No way. No way. Oh, I don't know about that. No way. He's aloof, and crazy. he's aloof and crazy enough that I could see him playing into his mid-40s. I don't think that's nuts. Wow. He's a two-time it. MVP of the league. He's got one I ring. you that yesterday. He's got one ring. You told me we got to wait and see what he's doing or something. Get developed. No, I said Patrick Mahomes better than him now. I like Patrick Mahomes better than him. Yes. That doesn't change the fact that Aaron Rodgers is still a top five, top three quarterback in the league. That was a good question. I asked a bunch of people that yesterday. I said, who would you take? I was a split mix. There was, there was people that took 
both. It was mm-hmm. it was a good discussion. Um, I don't know yet about Jordan Love. Right, His flashes of brilliance. Um, as some. long as he's good with not pushing to get out, he's staying right where he's at. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he has to keep his mouth shut with the way he came in. Packer fans are not going to have anything from Jordan Love talking about playing time or getting traded. Or if he creates any drama, Jordan Love's going to have a really hard time in Green Bay in Wisconsin because of what happened. I mean, his the, the drafting of Jordan Love is what pushed Rodgers to do the whole demanding a trade thing for two years. So it's, I mean, Love has a, Love is just be, sit there, be quiet, like, but he has to play in the preseason to one, justify the first round pick two keep his draft or sorry, his trade value high enough that if they could get a deal for him, they could get something back for him. And, or if Rogers got hurt, the fan base and the team believes this guy can play. All of which is immaterial this year. Unless Rogers gets hurt. Then he has to play. And the team has to believe the guy can actually play play. tonight. Well, I mean, well, he's playing tonight. He's playing the majority of the snaps tonight. I know, but that's not going to affect all that other stuff. What he does tonight. I don't know. I think it does. Anytime you have film on a guy matters. I think anytime you take a snap in live action in a preseason game and you're a backup quarterback, I think it matters. People watch you. People evaluate you. Can you play? Well, we shall see. I don't know. Do you want to bet that tonight? I like Kansas City. I wouldn't bet the Packers tonight because of that. <laughs> I like Kansas City tonight. I think the Chiefs win the game tonight. Good luck. Yeah, I like that. We'll do Is that, that better a better book, book it. it too? Yes, of course. Both games are tonight. Oh boy. I, I don't have to bet preseason Saturday because I got all the college football games to bet on, so that's good. But I did bet tonight because I'm not betting baseball. So. Did you put in another college football play tonight too? Yes, I did. Oh, yes, gosh. I did. I told you every day this week you're going to get a college football. I listen to the show, <laughs> P. Rolt, while we're you two talking. yesterday. You get one today. You have one tomorrow. I eyed the board up this morning. I said, I'm going to come in today. We'll head in. I got a little, okay. uh, I'll be curious what Nevada closes at. They're up to nine and a half now. Nine was the basement. So we got the best number at the basement for, for Nevada. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have lost their left tackle. Tyron Smith, who is a absolutely incredible guy, spent a bunch of hours here in Vegas a bunch of years ago with him, interviewing him and doing a bunch of stuff with him. Awesome dude. Stinks. Ripped his hamstring at practice yesterday. He's out till December. Does a left tackle move numbers in your opinion. Here, I'll show you this. This is what I think. <laughs> That's great. It's Dave's, it's Dave's I don't care face. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not move numbers. But it is it, moving numbers. It might, well, people bet it. The books so that's are moving what moves numbers. The numbers. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what it does? Moves the Philly number to win a division. How about prop bets? Uh, maybe a little. Because there's currently a 75-yard discrepancy for the number of yards that Elliott gets this year between books right now. 75? You can shop around right now and find a 75 differentiate differentiate for the season win total between the two. Oh, see, I get that little pain in my stomach because <laughs> I'd be sitting at the book. You go on the damn show and say that. 
<laughs> people hear it. And all of a sudden, I got the high number. I'm getting under Elliott rushing yards. I'm like, what the hell's going on right now? You can arb the hell out of it right talking head <laughs> Jagoff just said this and announced it to the world. Blip, blip, blip. Why is everybody betting under on Elliott right now? Oh, check the numbers. Oh, someone else has. So what is it, like 1275 and 1200? Like that. Something along so, those lines, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. But you can shop around. FanDuel versus, I think it was FanDuel versus Barstool. I think it was the difference. It was 75 yard difference between the two books. Good luck getting a lot down. At, uh... Right. But I'm just saying it's interesting because the win total wasn't moving all that much. No. Week one line wasn't moving all that no. much, half a point type of stuff. But the prop bets affecting the running, the running game for the Dallas Cowboys, that's where the big movement happened in the wake of the injury. Right. Yeah. I mean, people will bet it because of that. So if you have the high number, they're going to bet you on there. No one's really looking to bet over. I think, the, you know, uh, and if we were running the book, I might say to you, what do you think? Let's just adjust it down a little and see what they do with it. Right. So, you know, we might shade it down. I think Dallas's wide receiver situation was affecting its number to begin with. And now this on top of it propelled me last night in the conversation to say, I think I'd bet Philly to win a division. I will, I liked them before, but now I'd bet them. But if I was in a book, I'd move that number down because I know the bets are coming based on this. Are, I'm, every, I mean, I feel like I'm a broken record, but every year I'm like, the Cowboys are overrated. The Cowboys are overrated. The Cowboys are overrated. And preach again, on. I've been saying <laughs> this for 20 years. Again, the Cowboys are overrated this year. Tell the people. And all you, you know, Get, get them boys, whatever the hell they're. How about them cowboys? Whatever the hell the line is. <laughs> All you guys just don't listen. You just don't listen. Nobody listens. Last time you won a championship, I was in high school. That's a long time ago, people. <laughs> right? Yeah. Long. I've seen 20 appearances in championship series for the Boston sports team since you guys won a ring. Always goes back to the Boston shit. Seen six championships for my team since you've won one. Six. Six. America's team, my ass. <laughs> America's Not even team. red, white, and blue. No. Sorry. Patriots are more America's team than your team is. My goodness gracious. It's, all, it's, it's the two things. When people say they're Steeler fans and Cowboy fans, I go, how old are you? Like, how old are you? Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't be lumping that shit together. You're the same. 50 plus, you're the same. Although I give Steelers credit, they've been more successful, way more successful recently than the Cowboys have been. Way more. They've but, won championships. Yes, they've been way more. You won, two, you, won two, you won two since the Cowboys won their last one. So Steelers have been way more successful. So don't lump them together. Yeah, they got to be lumped together, though, because it's the same thing. It's, Counselor it's the, Peralt, you're out two, of order, sir. It's the two state. It's the two fan bases that are the largest that are also the oldest. Because they harken back to the good old days. This is not true. With this this is very true. This is very true. There's not. I don't meet many like 25 year old diehard cowboy fans and diehard Steeler fans. It's very rare. They're almost they're always in older. the right places. There's diehard Steeler fans that are ten not in, in Pittsburgh, sure, but like or the dad or the grandfather or whatever. All it's not, over. Yeah, but it's not like a team that I would say has a fan base that generally is young. 
It is a, it is a, and, and Patriots are going to, and Pats fans are going to be there in 15 years. Patriot fans will be the same way. I mean, a lot of older Patriot fans are going to harken back to the days of Brady. We're going to be just like Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. I don't know if I'll see another championship for the Patriots for the rest of my life. It's very possible. I've seen them all. Wow. We're going to be the Cowboys. I mean, I fully believe this. The Patriots are going to be the Cowboys, Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. That's what we're going to go through. You don't just do the 49ers are the only franchise that really had gone from an hall of fame quarterback to a hall of fame quarterback, hall of fame coach to a hall of fame coach. There's been one franchise that has been able to pull that off. Everyone else, when you have a hall of fame coach and a hall of fame quarterback, quarterback. <laughs> like, and mm. you just go and you go down. Brady left first. Bill will leave next. No, Bill Parcells left the giants. Giants, you know, have, have done some, some pretty impressive things in the wake of, I guess giants are a bad example. Um, Cause they won two, but there with, you with, go as yeah, are the so, Steelers because they won two. Oh, the Steelers aren't in this. Yeah. Steelers didn't, but Steelers didn't go. You guys didn't go from hall of fame quarterback to hall of fame quarterback, right? There was, there was quarterbacks in between Like Cordell Stewart's not a hall of fame quarterback should be. Oh, come on. I'm just teasing. All right. So like, um, you go no, from like, Bradford it, just to Cordell Stewart, to big Ben Stewart's the anomaly. Matt Jones. The Neil O'Donnell years. Oh, Neil O'Donnell. Okay. Well, excuse me. Neil O'Donnell lost to the Cowboys. Okay. But Neil O'Donnell, believe it or not. Yeah, right. Steelers is a culture. Trent Dilfer went to a Super Bowl. So come on. I mean, Trent like, Dilfer won a Super Bowl. For real. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah. But I'm saying like, it's really the, the Niners are very rare. And so Niners I'm have com- done it over decades. They've earned it. I'm comfortable, but they did it immediately 80s, though. But they 90s. didn't. Do- I'm not talking about, yeah, the consistency of the Niners is incredible. I- I'm talking in the Packers too, for that matter. The consistency of those, of those franchises are amazing going from far to, to Rogers. I- I- I'm talking about it in terms of where you go immediately afterwards, going from Montana to young and going hall of famer to hall of famer championship, to championship. Right. I'm very lucky to do that. Extremely rare. That's so the, the idea that Mac are going to do, they're probably going to go from, you know, Aaron Rodgers right to Jordan Love. And what, go 6 and 12 or 6 and 11 the next 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jordan Love is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, but my, my point is, is, like, I'm comfortable if the Patriots never win another championship. I'm okay. You're not. Good. I am. I, I swear on my life, I am good. I, I saw, I've seen six rings. I'm good. I watched two teams get smacked in Super Bowls, and I was damn sure I wasn't going to see one positive. After they lost to the Packers, I was positive I'm never going to see the 25-year-olds aren't, though, or the 30-year-olds. They think it's just normal. My brother, they go bad, 20, it's going to go bad. 29 and 26. They, they, they have no conception of the Patriots being anything else except dominant. Right. They have no conception. Yes, right. when they turn 40 and they're my age at 45, they're going to be pissed going, what happened? Why Why aren't right. we where we were? We, we used to be so good. Right. Belichick, Belichick lost his fastball. We should have moved on from him earlier. Blah, blah, right. blah. Simple BS. That'll be nonsense. Great. That'll be fun. Yeah, but it's typical New England Puritan self-hatred and loathing. It's just <laughs> what they do. They stare in the mirror and they hate themselves. So it's just especially Connecticut. Well, Connecticut really does. That's yeah. <laughs> Connecticut's looking at bridges. <laughs> They're walking up to buildings going like, is that it? <laughs> should I, should I step? I don't know. <laughs> seems like it seems what like a long way down. <laughs> Spanish, the Ash, the Dallas Cowboy fans and uh, New England, all of them. Who else? 
just Connecticut. <laughs> Vermont, Vermont people are weird. Maine people are really, maniacs are really weird. But I'd like to go to Maine more than Connecticut. Maine, Maine. has a Maine has a Maine has a point. There's a there's a point for Maine to point exist. Point to Maine? Yes, there's a point for Maine to exist. There's no point for Connecticut to exist. Oh, As I said, man. cut it in half, give it to New York and Massachusetts, and be done with it. <laughs> Easier. There's nothing in Connecticut. Nobody would care if you did that tomorrow. It would. And nobody would care. Like n- seriously, nobody would care. Be like, oh, 49 states. What's gone? Connecticut. Ah, oh, it's too bad. Okay, what's next? Nobody would have. <sighs> nobody would bat an eyelash at that state going away. Other than people right now, or by Matt, not by Boston. Other than people in Bristol, Connecticut, would suddenly they have to actually like acknowledge that they, you know, live in a state that nobody wants to be in. So you'd be like, "Oh, we're New Yorkers now." Everybody was so they'll all be like, "Wait, Bristol's in New York now, right?" Please, we have to be New Yorkers. It's important. (laughs) Matt Smart, (laughs) might as well be the Connecticut Cowboys then. Just move them there. Oh, okay. I mean, they tried to move the Patriots there. That was the whole thing that Kraft did. Kraft used Hartford was that to leverage. Real? That wasn't going to actually happen, was it? He used it to leverage to, to get leverage. the stadium built, right. to okay. get to get Gillette Stadium built. He said, "I'm going to Hartford," and he had a stadium plot, and he Nobody used everything was else. Going to Hartford? I don't think so. Probably not. But it, according to some people he in the know, it. they were down the road, like it was close. That if, yeah. if Mass did not give the Patriots what they wanted, they were going to move, and so then they got Gillette Stadium built. Another, they're building the largest moving and talking. They're just using you to get a better deal. Of course, at. Did you know, have you ever noticed that every stadium that upgrades, they're all in the rush to have the biggest screen in the world? Yes. So when the Cowboys opened up their stadium, yes. they had the biggest screen in the world. Correct. Have you seen it live? I have never been to Texas. It's one of the it states is, in the country I've never been. It I is drove one of, it. it is absolutely distracting. It is so right. big. It's ridiculous. It's actually hard to watch the game. The screen's so big. The Patriots' new stadium screen will be bigger than that one. Why? The entire back end of the stadium, the, the entire bowl as it wraps around, yeah. is a is a 30-story, or, or is it three-story? I can't remember. I can't remember what they said. But it's 30 the stories height. pretty big, P-Rome. Maybe three stories. But it wraps the entire back end of the bowl it's the biggest screen it's curved yeah in america (laughs) it's like literally a blank measuring contest between jerry jones and robert Kraft. oh yeah yeah oh you 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 built yours that big okay yeah watch me i'm building mine this big now unnecessary (laughs) absolutely unnecessary but it's coming It's, it's gonna be there uh let's talk a little basketball Last night, we learned that the number two pick in the draft is out for the entire year yeah. for, for OKC as Chet Holmgren has a foot fracture from playing in the Seattle pickup game for a court that was ruled to be unsafe after he got hurt. Now, in Vegas, this is SOL, light your ticket on fire. But in the 2022 era of sportsbook refunds, a lot of money came in on Chet Holmgren to win Rookie of the Year. We're gonna which book? Are we gonna see a rush to the refund window for these books saying, "Okay, we're gonna refund your bet on Chet Holmgren." It's a legit question, and it's still enough time to let him bet it somewhere else. I, I, 
I can see both arguments. You guys made a bet. You honor it. You lose. Other people give it back. They'll bet it more. The people that bet Chet Holmgren to win rookie of the year aren't going to just take their money and leave. <laughs> you know, the people that bet it already give it back and, you know, let them bet it. I can see both. I can see both. Whatever you decide in the book, that's what you go with. As a consumer, obviously you want the refund if you have it, right? I mean, it's not mm-hmm. even a question. Any Vegas book does that? It's funny because I think if the first one does it, they all do others it. will. Okay. But I don't know if anyone will because they don't want to be the first one to do it. <laughs> fair. You know, because yeah, then everybody's going, oh, look, you know, Circa gave the money back. Oh, right. Now we got to, right. And now, now that would increase competition because you'd be known as the book that if something happened, you gave, you gave the money back. How much money do you think was bet, at least here locally in Vegas? How much money is on this market? Less than $1,000 total of all the books combined. All the books combined? Yeah. Then why not do it? The the PR alone will get you more than $1,000. I mean, the tweets alone will get you. If you you came up and said, if you have a ticket on Chet Holmgren to win Rookie of the Year, we'll, we'll give you the money back. Exactly. So Interesting. to not do it, I mean, if it's 10000 which it's not even close to that, right? if it was, you'd have to still consider doing it because you know what it costs to advertise to get publicity. This is free publicity. Is that a meeting happening right now in Risk Room in Vegas? Is anybody talking about it? No. Interesting. I don't think so. I mean, it, it, it should be, but the Euro books, I would be stunned if we're not seeing this at like lunchtime today, I guess we're past lunchtime, but you know, like at some point in the next couple of hours that one of the Euro books says, Hey, if you bet Chet Holmgren, here's the refund. Yeah. Especially if you're mobile only, you don't have anybody coming to the counter. You're just a mobile only bet book. Just a quick little press of the button. Money goes back in the accounts. So that's that's the thing too. Like if you bet it at the counter, you have to physically bring the ticket back in and get the refund. The mobiles will push a button. Yeah. Just the other thing is sometimes technology wise, you can't refund it until the market's closed. Oh jeez. So now That thing's not going to be decided until to May. July. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. June, July. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the season when they, they vote and they, they announce it in July or whatever. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's May. You're right. Yeah. It's May. Cause yeah. June's the finals. So, yeah. The money's got to sit there. The bat, the bet's got to stay active until that market is graded and you can put refund on that guy and boom. Now other technology will let you to just grade him as a push or whatever the the thing does and it'll push the money back into the people's accounts without them even knowing oh you know like it just goes and then you can say be maybe send a directed email to everybody that had that bet because it's and again it ain't that many we refunded your chet holmgren bet fire away All right, buckle up for this conversation because this one is going to. This, this is what we do here, and this is 
this is very interesting. But let's give you the background the background before we to get into the actual topic itself. Sure. James Krause is a high level MMA coach. In fact, a current UFC champion is under his guidance. James Krause, about three weeks ago, appeared on Ariel Hawani's show and made the proclamation that he makes more money betting on UFC fights than he does coaching athletes. Now, that might have changed because he is, a, as I said, he is a champion in his camp. But to go ahead and say that you make more money gambling, he said, he said, I have a bet on every single UFC fight on a major card. So UFC 278, he had a bet on every single fight on that card. He had a bet. This morning, it's been uncovered that James Krause and someone named Shay, who I don't know who that is, <laughs> but someone named James Krause and Shay James are, Shea. Now, are now doing what they're calling an account takeover. Oh, yeah. They have gone to their social media mm-hmm. and they have asked you to go and give them access to your credit-based gambling account. They will bet it for you. Do all the work. Their plays, they will bet it. Don't ask me what they are. And they will will then either A, give you a cut of the money they win, or B, you're responsible to pay the losses. (laughs) It's on you for doing it. This is a high-level MMA coach. High level. Okay? Yes. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but I'm just pointing yeah. out the amazing improprieties and amazing conflict of interest and the amazing potential amazing. for something improper to happen here. If he's got, let's say, 100 accounts, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. At $5,000 a pop. Uh-huh. And he's on one side. Uh-huh. And he just happens to be the coach that could tell a fighter who might actually be kind of, I don't know, broke like many of these guys are Mm -hmm. make it five and five, five to show five to win 10 to show 10 to win. I got a shot to give you X number of dollars. Uh Uh-huh. Not saying it would happen, but it could, but it it has. but it might, and it it has happened. We know that one happens. That one sports are crooked. I just don't understand how one you're this brazen. You're just out there asking over social media. There's four different, you can read this trend. Okay. This whole thing, the, the, the account is under um, James or John Felder. I believe that is the MMA writer who uncovered this Uh and it's at Felder MMA. I think is his Twitter handle. You can read the whole screenshot, all four. I know this is not new. And anyone who's a longtime gambler is going to go account takeovers. Matt's been happening forever. Right. But am I wrong to say this feels incredibly wrong for a coach involved in a sport to actually be doing this? I want to go back to your first point and the, the brazen ability and coyance of the, yeah. uh, of the guy to just say, this is what I'm doing. Offshore credit accounts are what we're looking for. I want minimum five dimes limit credit. on that credit thing. You will not have any say in any bets. You will share the account like this, 75-25. I get the 75. And 
if the bookie stiffs us, you got to pay. The 75 that they're owed. The 25 minimum. Oh, yeah. 20, sorry, yeah. It's minimum 25, right? 25%. So it, why know, every, in the hell would you do this? I don't know, but why in the hell would you be openly soliciting this? It's a great question. Like, what are you after? Do you want the federal government in your life? Very good question. I mean, what are you doing? Like, do you not understand that this is fraud? Like you're, you are actively saying I'm going to take over an account. That's not mine to bet on a game misrepresenting who I am. And by the way, I have no risk. You have all the risk, not me. If I win, we all eat. But by the way, if the book says no, you still pay. <laughs> I mean, five dimes. If it's just, you know, we just do a 5,500 to win, to win 5,000. You owe him a grand. You owe him a dime. If the book sits there and stiffs you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Look, it's, come on pay me what do you mean the book didn't do it and not my fault i told you they don't pay you pay no when we lose you know we will give you the money like what you know because but it's a credit says in the tweets they're going to hit 59 percent consistently yeah because that's what he claims he claims again they they, they, and I, i i actually don't think he's wrong I mean, I, I actually, if you told me he hit 59%, I would believe it. 59% is really good. I, I believe it. Yeah. In one sport that he happens to be an elite level coach. Like I got boxing people that before I make boxing bets, I run the bet by them. I say, Hey, I like this. Is this crazy? Am I wrong? Right. And they point and they point out holes in the bet. Like, Hey, like I told you last week, it was, uh, I, w- I was thinking about betting an under, I talked to one of my people and they're like, uh-uh, I'll bet the over. Right. Like, like I, I got people who will direct me and write in the right ways because they're high level boxing coaches and high level MMA coaches here in Vegas. We're in the fight capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know people who are, who are Olympic coaches, people who are high level, who have trained the highest and the best of the best. You know, my old gym is where the, you know, the, the rock bonds train. And that was the kid was going to fight up against Jake Paul. Like there's, I, I know people. So like I ask them, they're not betting. They don't care. They just tell me what I think. They're like, yeah, that fight's going the distance, Matt. That fight's not going to be a knockout. That guy can't knock that guy out or whatever. And even and just, then it still has to win. Right. Even then it still has to win. It's just a theory. It's an opinion. So I believe right. that James Krause can hit 59%. He can be right six out of 10 times. I do believe that that is possible when it comes to betting. Now, does that mean Did you he winds up the thread underneath all of this? Not all of it. I read part. I was so stunned just by the four screenshots. My mouth was a gape and I sent it to you and I said, how in the hell is this going to be allowed? Cause there's no governing body. Like the thing about major league baseball and the NFL is that you have a governing body. You have a commissioner, you have owners. They don't have that in MMA in mixed martial arts, PFL, Bellator. Remember, this is not just UFC fights. He's talking about, he's talking about combat sports. So this is PFL game, PFL fights, Bellator fights, UFC fights. Wow. And maybe even Dana White, Dana White contender series fights. Oh. Um, you know, regional scene. Sometimes there's regional scene fights that put lines up. Like we have tough enough here in Vegas, which is like a lower level. And sometimes there are certain books that they'll partner with that put lines up. I couldn't stand putting one. We would get those questions and I'd be like, no, we're not putting a line up. Yeah. Some books Why? do. Some well, books because, feel like yeah, because I don't know. 
Right. And and I don't but like wanna... when Circa hosts. I, I heard when Circa hosted the Tough Enough fight, they put lines up, up. up in the bottom. They put lines up. So like they had it there and they put lines up and they didn't take high limits, but they had lines that are up. So like, it's not just, you can go Dana White, stop this from happening. Well, it's not Dana White. It's not the only way they got to worry about. They got to worry about more than just Dana White. They got to worry about Bellator. They got to worry about PFL and other things they got to worry about. There's no governing body. Either this is illegal (laughs) or there's no way of stopping this. Well, up to this point, there's been no way of stopping this. Right. People betting on their other people's accounts, which I was trying to explain to you on Monday when we had our discussion, is a total, I don't want to say common practice, but it's been known to be existing since there's been accounts. And the book's job is to figure out where is this bet coming from? Who is this person? Why are they betting this? You give somebody a control of 100 accounts with a five-time limit. Now, all of a sudden, your exposure, if he bets them all at the same time or, you know, moves this a certain way to get, you know, you get labeled to one of the accounts to be really intelligent and you move a number, you bet and you, it moves a number. And you have a 90 accounts that come on the other side because that's what you really wanted. And now you have the power of the volume. Books are constantly fighting that. Is it on? Is it on the book counselor to find out if these are bearded accounts and stuff like that? Well, as I said, you made the analogy of a wife, and I think if a, if it's a wife or a family member and they're the ones making the bet, I don't have a problem really with that. This is not that. This is not someone who's tied. This is a complete stranger. Have no relationship Clue. whatsoever. Yeah, this is some guy who lives in Canada, or some guy who lives in Antigua, or some guy who lives in Brazil. Like this is just a you are blasting it to the world. If you have an offshore account with a five dime credit limit, give me your account. That is unlike. I mean, that's not what I'm talking about in terms of like I don't mind. It is up to the book to determine who's betting. I get that, but this is. This is, and I know this happens. I'm not saying this is unique. It's just now out in the open with an actual coach who is involved with the fight itself. Because as of right now, as far as I know, James Krause can bet on fights he coaches. As far as I know. He can yeah. bet on, he could, like in, in, in baseball, like Pete Rose, right? You bet on the team, you bet on the sport you coach. NBA, NFL, same thing, right? Calvin Ridley bet on the bet on football games. Calvin Ridley got suspended for a year, right? There's nothing like that as far as I know in MMA that says a coach is not allowed to bet on the fight he's a part of. Fighters aren't supposed to bet on themselves Correct. for or against. Correct. That's supposed to be that's supposed to be illegal. Correct. And you know, for a long time we've seen Floyd Floyd Mayweather bet on himself in boxing matches and show the ticket. And people have been like, wait, you can bet on yourself? That sounds a little, you know, what if you bet against yourself? That sounds a little little dangerous. But mm-hmm. coaches aren't in the actual arena. Coaches mm-hmm. aren't in the octagon. They're not in the cage. They're just training the guy. They know what the guy has gone through a weight cut. They know what the guy's life is like. Is his girlfriend cheating with the, you know, another, another fellow teammate? Like all the mental stuff that's going into a fight that might cause a fighter to be not his or her best. And it's the lower level fights on the undercard that I'm even the most more concerned about. Because oh. You can slide a five dime bet mm. by a book on an undercard bet. And if you do that in uh, across five different books, 
five, 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 five. Maybe somebody figures out, goes like, why is everybody betting this, you know, Brazilian chick? You know, why, why are we suddenly with a $50,000 limit on that or, or, or exposure on that fight? Right. Because this dude has got something he, he knows. It's so open that that is a natural conclusion to what could happen. And as much as the leagues wanted integrity fees and that was just a money grab and all that stuff, as soon as it appears like it's like that, Mm -hmm. it's done. As soon as, did you ever see the movie Digstown? Yes. As soon as a guy can go like this with his thumbs down and something happened, who's going to bet on it? That's, it's going to kill it. It's going to kill it. And now we're so close with all this stuff. And I mean, like, you know. But that's illegal, though. Of course. It's, it's illegal. It's, so it's. Sean yeah. Patrick Griffin wrote the book Gaming the Game. If you want to do yourself a favor and learn about how this stuff worked back in the day with Tim Donahue and the, and the, and the referees and all this stuff. I was in the books living it. That's one of the most realistic eye-opening books. You have to watch the Netflix doc on Donaghy that comes out next week. I can't Netflix, wait. The Manti Teo doc. I still haven't got, watched it. Well, there's four different docs they're doing. It's an it's a eight part. Um, every episode's two different stories. Two episodes per story. Donaghy's next. So I want you to watch that and critique that. Oh, okay, good. So he's yeah. he's coming. He's supposedly coming clean about everything that's happening and. You know, does he tell more than we already what we already know? We'll see. But we learned a hell of a lot during the Manti Teo freaking documentary. So I'm waiting for what the Tim Donaghy documentary is going to unveil. Oh, okay, David Stern's good. dead. David Stern's not not with us anymore. So right. I just wonder what actually happens. Well, the book is is very eye opening, and it presents itself how those conclusions can be drawn, and then what happens is that further conclusions get drawn based on the relationship that this guy has with the fighters and his ability to bet and everything else. It's a terrible, terrible look for the industry. Terrible, terrible, terrible look for the sport. So I guess the guy Shay on the YouTube breakdown for fights, the guy Shay is a million dollar bankroll better. So Krause is betting with Shay's money. (laughs) so i guess in uh on one of the screenshots just to give you an idea they're forecasting a thirteen thousand nine hundred dollar return on every a hundred thousand dollars that they bet you give them a hundred k they're going to give you 14k back 14 percent return it's better than a bond it's better than anything on planet earth right now You can put money in the bank. They take smile at you until you get 1%. You got to hold yeah. it there for five years and not touch it ever. Thanks. I'll go bet on the nets to not make the playoffs instead. <laughs> so people do. Yeah, Someone it, in the chat said, could this guy be washing money? Maybe. Possible. You know, he could but it's be, credit. But it's he credit. Could be an informant. 
but it's credit. The first thing you said was, do you want the federal government in your business? Yes. Give them your account. Let them know how it's going. I mean, is it, is giving your account to somebody else, is it illegal for the player to do that? Or is it illegal for the person who takes it over? Who's breaking the law? The player himself or the person taking over the account? This used to be the age old question between the betters and the bookies. Like the guy making the bet wasn't illegal. The guy taking the bet was. Is the guy having the credit account the one in violation? Or is it the guy that's taking over his established credit route, representing himself as said party, but it's not said party, it's me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're, you're the lawyer, wannabe <laughs> counselor. You tell me, which, which one is it? I think, I mean, it's not good either one. I think it's the person who places the bet. Whoever places the bet is the one in violation. So if you have taken over the account and you put the bet, you put the bet in and it's not your account, you've broken the law. Now, I do think there's culpability for the guy who gave the account up, but I still think the actual violation of a, of a law would be the person who actually places the wager. Oh, it's easier to prove the name on the account than the person who places the wager. Correct. That's if you want to target, you would go, if you're the feds, right? You go after the guy whose name's on the account, get them to flip and go ahead and say, this person who placed the bet, that person placed the bet because I took the account and I'm not going down. That person's going down. So you would be state's evidence or federal government evidence against the guy who took over the account, I believe. But again, international law, international betting, offshores or gray area anyway. I don't know. I, I feel like, is it better if it's an established post-up account at DraftKings or FanDuel? It's not better, but I feel like it's much more difficult. It's much more. It's much much easier to find a law you're breaking in America than it is if it's in you is know it? Curacao. Yeah, I think because whose law is it? I mean, whose law are you breaking? Is it is it a U.S. law? Is it an IRS tax law? Is it a it's hard. I mean, it's that's why this is that's why they're sticking the middle finger up and doing this because they're like, what are you going to do? You can't do anything to stop this. Who's right. good? I mean, we are in a global economy with an internet without borders. How do you stop me? This is you know, this it's, is Bane in Batman type stuff. Like, what are you going to yes. do? What are you going to do? You can't stop me. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm going to you know, blow the field up at Heinz Field. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do whatever I want. No, you can't stop me, and I'm this cocky and this arrogant to not only tell you I bet on every fight, not only do I make money on every card, I make yeah. more money winning gambling than I do coaching these guys. So now how I'm much gonna, does he make coaching? Not a lot. So not a lot. Most of the because most of the guys he's making are five and ten guys. 5,000 to win, 5,000 to show, 10,000 to win, 10,000 to show. He's getting a cut. What does okay? that mean for the people that don't know? You get $5,000 to go into the fight. You get $5,000 if you win the fight. The coach gets 5% to 10%, depending on the arrangement. So he makes 10 grand. If the guy wins and gets 10,000, he gets 1,000 bucks. <laughs> Uh huh. That's why the coaches have a thousand. That's why Eric Nissick is here at Couture MMA. Eric, you've, you've you've seen all these coaches, okay? You've seen these guys in Vegas because they have a roster of like fifty co fifty guys. Okay, 
So if you get $1,000 off of every fighter, okay, now you can, in aggregate, make a living. Okay. But if you only have, James Krause is in Kansas City. He's a young up-and-coming coach. He's new. He's more known. He's become very known quickly in the gambling spaces due to the podcasts he's hosting with reputable people, gambling people, people who know the sport because he's very smart. He gets gambling. He gets the game. And he also is a high level coach who is really good in his gym in Kansas city is attracting a lot of really up and coming fighters who want to go there much like in New Mexico. When John Jones went out to New Mexico to Winkle John, Mm -hmm. the Winkle John gym was that hot gym. The new hot gym is James Krause's gym in Kansas city. Except this dude's going a whole different route. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, just <laughs> Bet Smart is just a great line. Bet Smart. <laughs> you know what normally doesn't make money? You know who normally doesn't make money on betting on something? The guy screaming, I make money on sports betting. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. That's a good line. He's right. So I, I make money betting on sports. Put that on the t shirt. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it's a whole interesting deal. The screenshots are real. Since somebody was asking me if um, if this stuff is, I got sent this this morning by a bunch of people who were asking yeah. questions about about going on with this. And it's the screenshot. So, like, you know, if the screenshots are fake, okay, then if I'm James Kraus, I'm suing. I'll say this right now. If what if these screenshots are not real, I'm suing. But the screenshots. The bad part about this, like, why you? The ability for people to put up fake screenshots and all this other stuff—it's a yeah. Because Betsmart saying isn't Felder MMA a parody account? It can be, yes, but the screenshots seem to be real. I mean, look at the people—they're tagging all people in gambling Twitter for this yeah. reason because oh, they're show—they're showing these screenshots. Oh. So I—I'll say this as a caveat: I hope this is fake. Oh. I hope all I—I I, I hope. I hope James Krause comes out and says all these screenshots that are circulating the internet. This is all fake. This is not real. Right. But there's enough people out there who are asking or asking this question as to, it seems like this is real, that this is happening. It happened in a discord channel. Um, you know, people have had this before, so it's, you know, breaking the law is a stretch. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Ask our we'll guy, see. Zach, the hat. Isn't he a lawyer? He's going to school to be a lawyer. Yeah, I don't know. I hope to go. I, I hope James Krause comes out and says, but this to say James Krause and Shay aren't real and they're not betting. This is real. Like they are a hundred percent. They are betting and they are doing this and, the, and how specific these screenshots are when you go and read them. I don't know. Right. I believe I believed enough to put it on the show. So if this is fake. This is on me because I brought this up and I bring this up, but I don't believe this is, this is at least worth the conversation of what the hell is this? This is with these, with these screenshots. I know when you sent me the text and said, Did you see this? It prompted a phone call immediately for me because I was like, Well, what is what is this? And my first question was, Why are you telling everybody? Right. <laughs> Unless you are that brazen. And it's, and it's, it's DM well, I mean, Discord you need channel the conversations. that bad. Like, maybe. So just it's an interesting look. I mean, it's a, I hope it's fake. Let's all say that. I, I hope it is fake, but I don't know if it actually is fake. It doesn't look, it didn't look fake to be it quite honest. fake to me either. No, it didn't look fake to me. Uh, okay. Uh, Lakers are going to acquire Patrick Beverly. Gold. 
more Patrick confident. Beverly and Russell Westbrook are going to be on the same roster. You tell me that's going to happen. I love that. You love this. People love a train wreck, right? Oh, goodness gracious. Nets just, or Lakers, just, which is a worst bet to win it all next year? Meaning a better bet on the no? Yes. The Lakers have no shot. <laughs> Zero. You like to pick on them people out there? Yep. I'm going to say it right now. The Lakers season wins under. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are not winning the championship. And if I had enough money, I would back a Brinks truck up to bet it on the no. They're not winning the championship. They're not. They're maybe going to play in the play-in tournament. Their number like five or six is where they start, even if they get too small. P-Bev. No way. This is wow. going to be fun, engaging content, though, because Pat Beverly likes to talk. He's good at it. Gives you that, you know, I love the too small when he puts his hand down there like that. So you're too small. Can't guard me. Yeah. With LeBron, AD, Russell Westbrook, this is too good. That's great. It's, it is. It's great. I absolutely love it. I mean, it's. Someone just sent me. <laughs> what? Just back to James Cross for a second. That oh. James Cross actually, they, he's actually in the hole if you bet everything he's recommended. Since James Cross' betting record became public, he's now down 12 units. Oh, 12? <laughs> just since, since, he, since it started, since, <laughs> since he went know. and told everybody that he wins doing sports betting? Yeah, someone someone just sent me this this text and and said that I decided to this from a, uh, a, a, a MMA account, and he said since I since his betting betting record has become public, James Cross is down twelve units. <laughs> oh boy, okay, yeah. so oh boy. there we go on that. I think this is awesome because I think it's going to be an absolute train wreck, without a doubt. But. I mean, again, it's another name. I like Pac Beverly a lot, though. I do. I think he's a really interesting player. I just don't think he fits on that roster with those personalities. No, not at all. I got so. something in my eye. Can I run over there and just get go ahead? Something Absolutely. Yeah. Stay, stay patient. I go crazy. We can move to baseball, and we can. I can talk about this while you while you go clean off clean off your eye. Uh, George Kirby for the Mariners last night did something that is very rarely done. 24 straight strikes to start a major league baseball game. I'm not sure if I could do this just by myself with a catcher from the mound to throw 24 pitches, not just straight fastballs though, breaking pitches, off-speed pitches, actually like throwing things at a, at a catcher to throw 24 consecutive strikes. It's a pretty impressive deal. In the same game, Juan Soto goes ahead and goes to the 2020 club. Sorry, uh, Julio Rodriguez goes to the 2020 club for the Mariners. And now you're starting to see these younger players starting to develop, younger players starting to grow. And we're watching these Mariners who may get in the postseason and be a team to be reckoned with. Most likely pitching is still somewhat of a question mark. But if you're able to do that, 
you get Kirby going. He, he's rolling. You get Rodriguez back after the hand scare. He's hitting. He's developing, scoring, becoming a leader, becoming one of the better young play, younger players in the game right now. Tough not to be excited if you're a Mariners fan as to what's happening at the moment, what these teams are doing. Are you back? I am back. Okay, very nice. Did you what see the, this? What? George Kirby with 24 straight strikes start the game last night? Fantastic. 24 straight. Could you do that? I haven't even seen catcher? a highlight. I just saw a headline and read it about it. On a mound, catcher, throwing breaking pitches, off-speed pitches, and fastball. Could you throw 24 straight strikes? No. I don't think I could. <laughs> no, I don't think I could do that. No, I was a really good control pitcher too. I was, I, I, I would throw strikes. That's, but no, that's hard. <laughs> Twenty four. Just throwing between warmups, like that's what I mean. Innings. Yeah, just not not snapping a breaking ball, not holding onto a fastball too long. Like, yeah. just your release point is that on that every pitch you throw is a strike is impressive. It's for the numbers, guys. It's. I don't even know what that number would be. More is it more 24 straight strikes. Is it more improbable to throw 24 straight strikes or for the guy who caught the foul ball on a ricochet while he was taping it? That was pretty random, dude. That was a big number. There weren't a lot of people at the game. Yeah. So, you know, he had the whole section to himself. The A's game. Yep. Yeah. So him catching the ball. On ricochet too, not like straight. He got it off a bounce and then he caught it. <laughs> and it was so like easy. That's the way Kelsey caught the ball at Fenway. It came oh, wow. It came back and bounced like on that first part and then Doink. came right up. And she just literally went like this, boom, caught it. I was like, wow, so easy. Um, the guy throwing the strikes is even a bigger dog in that. That's the. Just think about how hard it is to throw nine strikes, right? Like just throw nine. Three strikes, three strikes, three strikes, you're up. No, guy just threw 24 straight. It's unbelievable. All right, there's a but couple of lost. games. Yeah, but still, I mean, Rodriguez got the 2020 club and it's, it's, you know, it's one of those fluky things in baseball. There are two games we have to discuss here tonight for Major League Baseball. Mm. Phillies and the Reds, minus 375. Phillies and the Reds. Phillies, that's where I wore my Phillies hat today. 375 for Aaron Nola. Yeah. Against Dunn. It's not even Reds. the highest line of the day. Hold on. That will, that's, don't, don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling anything. Can it, you really lay this? No. Minus 375. Just do it once. Lay it? Yeah, do it one time. See how it feels. <laughs> you can't enjoy the game. Lay three seventy three dollars and seven cents to win a dollar. Even when you win, you can't enjoy the game. You no. lay three seventy five. If your unit is ten dollars and you used to bet an eleven to win ten, lay thirty seven fifty to win ten today on the on the Phillies. <laughs> enjoy it and watch the game. Seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, you're pacing. You're just walking around. <laughs> you're just going for a walk. You're not watching. It's three, three after five <laughs> and you're going, Oh, I'm never doing this. Again. No. Oh, you know, and then if they're trailing, you're you sick, you, you will not walk. You will not watch. You'll be like, I can't, I'm going to go for a walk. That is not the biggest line. This is the biggest line in the last 
three seasons yeah. in Major League Baseball. This is the biggest number the books have put up in three freaking years. Mets, 2020, minus- 2020, 2020, it came back from the pandemic. I was in the risk room. Verlander was minus $5. Lost to the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> That's the only one at this big, but go ahead, continue, sir. 450. Minus 450 against the Rockies today. How's that feel? I mean, it's just, just never write a four. Like, would you, and I still write the numbers down. Like, oh, this, I get the blank sheet. I'm like, you never start a baseball number with a four, ever. <laughs> it hasn't moved, by the way. It's still minus 450. You can bet. And what's, this is a little bit frustrating. So correct. Let me tell me if I'm off on this. So if the, if they're minus 450 favorites on the money line. Yes. Why is the run line plus 162 at plus one and a half runs? Shouldn't that be higher? Oh, it's half. So the, it's not half. I'm close. No, no. Minus 450 Uh favorite. And the run line is minus a half, minus one and a half, minus 220. No, but the but the but for the Rockies. So then the plus, plus one, price is plus one sixty two. Yeah, so it's minus one ninety six. By the way, at Fanduel for the run line, it's not even minus two dollars. Minus four fifty, minus one ninety six for the Mets run line, plus one sixty two on the Rockies run line. Are they not paying attention? Too busy doing the <laughs> TV network or what? What's going on here? <laughs> How is that less than $2? I don't know. That's what it is. Well, that's why. That's why that plus is so low. Okay. Because the plus seemed very plus low. Plus is supposed to be, well, I just thought they increased the spread. Like it should be, if it's minus 450, I'd make the run line minus 220, mm-hmm. something like that, which would make the plus plus 180. So it's only plus 160. So they're shading. They're nervous about the Rockies losing by one. Well, no, they they may have taken a bet or two and they lowered the the run line. I mean, minus 195. How was that less than half that much? 30 cents. Usually like a $2 favorite on the the money line is minus one and a half, minus 110. Mm -hmm. It's close to a half ratio. That's not half. Would you bet this? No. Would I bet this? <laughs> Never in a million. I mean, maybe in like a stupid $10 eight-leg parlay or something, I'd throw the Mets in there for the hell of it, but I'm not I'm not actually betting this game straight. So this is the this is exactly you just defined the action on this game. Yeah. Despite all of the emails and bet percentages and all this stuff. The minus 450 is a we don't want to take any straight bets on. Get out, get lost, get away. Now from we it. know you're going to parlay it with everything. You're going to put it into parlays. I see somebody passed by and had, we'll just do the Phillies with the Mets. Combine the two. Money line. DeGrom was minus 500 on the, on the 25th of September in 2019. The Mets won the game 10 to three mm-hmm. on the other side. Dogs of more than minus 280 this year, five and four on the money line, five and four plus one and a half runs this year, and eight and one to the under. That's the bet. So if you want to bet something on this game, bet it under. Bet it under. 
Thanks. That's what's so Do we need to tell anyone else about that while we're here? Like, because <laughs> a lot of people might bet this game under throughout the gambling Twitter space. SoCal general principle play bet both dogs. Just bet them both. He said one wins. You're set. <laughs> yeah. And you got a great story, but the bet in this game is the what under. Is, if you parlay just for the absolute hell of it. Dog, dog. Yeah. What's 17. Hold on, let me see how much I got. What do you got? Plus, plus 1700. What? Plus 1700. 17 to one. I was going to say 15 to one. 17 to one. Good. Plus work. 300, plus 350. Oh, I, was, I was doing three, three. Okay. I was doing three. You parlay three both. Three. You parlay both run lines. It's plus 544. Plus one and a half on both. Yep. Five to and one. Five, five and a half to one. Five to one. Five and a half to one. Return. Wow. On both run lines. <laughs> This is <laughs> this is where you get into these August and September baseball lines. It's real challenge. Sitting in the room, going, I need to get one bet. That you, like I'd be in the, I'd walk into work and be like, "Can we get any bet yet on the Rockies?" Nope. Uh, uh, let's set an over under on how many bets we're going to get on the Rockies. Straight bets on the money line. Yeah. Good luck. Three and a half under one minus more, a quarter. One more baseball game. Orioles are again dogs today. At home, they lost yesterday five three. Yeah, they did. they're four and two this year against yeah. the White Sox. Yeah. Orioles are, are again home dogs. Every day, come back on them today. The odds makers just don't want to make a favorite. Lyles versus Lynn. Lyles has been good. I've enjoyed betting on Lyles. He's Might been, end up been, being the favorite before it's done. Yeah, it's minus one thirteen, minus one twelve right now. DraftKings is holding firm at minus one twenty. I can't believe it. Um, on the White Sox. But I, I mean, yes, to answer your question, I like Baltimore. I like under again. I like Lyle today. And if you take the, the number one team on the run line, you got it's expensive. It's minus 172 on the plus one and a half. So the books aren't going to let you get away with plus one and a half for a home dog. <laughs> Right. <laughs> not going to allow you to bet no. that. So no. we'll see on that. All right. Time now for the circuit sports schedule of the day. Uh, I'm sorry. Nope. I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. Omaha steaks, searing hot take of the day. Sorry. Omaha steaks. You guys have gone to this website, omahasteaks.com, promo code BVB. You guys have crushed it. Keep on sending me the screenshots of the orders you guys are doing. It's very, very cool to see you guys taking advantage of it. Build your own menu. 12 Omaha steak burgers for free or the all American assortment is made for you. It's a 54% off on that package, about 125 bucks and a ton of food. Awesome pork chops and fillets. B V B the keyword 12 Omaha steak burgers for free for using that with the keyword BVB at omahasteaks.com. Buy the meat. I was impressed by you. You are today's Omaha. You are today's searing hot take of the day. What did I do? You tweeted out the goat with the belt. Is this why you didn't put this in the rundown the first time? Because <laughs> you knew I would nix it. <laughs> this is this is Dave acknowledging that Bill Belichick as a champion means football season. Look at the headline. Football season's close. It's Dave Sherapan <laughs> acknowledging that when Bill Belichick puts a championship belt on... That means it's football season. I completely agree with you. That is a hundred percent true. That when Bill Belichick is celebrating championships, yes, that means it's football season. 
Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Oh, I saw it. I started laughing. And uh, one of the girls was around. I think it was Kelsey. She's like, what are you laughing at? I said, I'm going to tweet this. I said, if Peralt doesn't call me, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I didn't call you, but I, I retweeted it saying. Instead, Dave you retweeted it. I said, Dave knows. Which made me laugh more. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. Um, it was good. It, it's good to see him just be a human being. Right. Because for like for so long, he's just a robot and a character of himself and everything else. Um, so yeah, that was, that was good. He knows belts. All right. Build those belts. <laughs> he probably, did you see all the comments underneath? Asking what? about the brassiers and all the other things that Bill might need. <laughs> 65 years old. Like, that's what on. I said. People Dude, like, I mean, seriously, alone, man, like seriously, right? like, like, come on, let's not be ripping on a guy's physique in his sixties. Like, where are exactly. you going to be when you're 60s? Be, be, be real careful. Be real careful what you say about someone when they're in their 60s, what they look like. like he was, he was, you know, 36. Okay. But 66 in your mid 60s. Come on, guys. Like, that's I, I pump the brakes. That's not polite. Yeah. Too much. easy. Go after the weird smile because Belichick smiling looks very strange. Go after that. We don't do him, that off. Him showing any emotion whatsoever is weird. <laughs> it's like uncomfortably weird. It's like, oh, why is Bill smiling? What was Dana White and them doing there? Dana White invited the entire Patriots to the API. To the Athletes uh, Performance Institute. Okay. Said, okay. come toward the API, see how we're doing, you know, help the trainers work with, you know, this, this is what we do for recovery. Here are the things we have built, what we're learning. The API is an internationally known performance institute now. And they've got incredible high-tech ways for athletes to recover it's why different fighters are moving to vegas all the time because if you're signed to the ufc you have full access to the api oh okay it's part of the one of the perks of becoming a ufc signed fighter is that you can work out and you can be trained at the athletes performers institute there's any is the, is the teams using it here like the they do share. Yes. There are athletes that come in certain, I think Darren Waller does boxing. Okay. There are some, there are okay. some that do mix martial arts and use the API and have gone to Dana and talked Dana White's very, you know, he's very open with other athletes to come in and use it to be a part of it. It helps him too. When they're, you know, tweeting out social media clips of them working out or wrestling or whatever they're doing on the mat and whatnot. I've only been in there for, cause that's where they held the workouts and the media days for McGregor versus, um, What's his name? The dude, Polly Malinaji. So that's oh. where that's where Connor trained. That's where Connor has workouts. So oh. I've been and I've done it. They, they gave the whole media tour of the whole thing and where the right. upstairs, downstairs. It's ridiculous in there. It's so cool. Can you get a membership? Can we go? No, God, no. It's not like oh, a gym. <laughs> you got to be a UFC fighter to go in there. But they've got all sorts of like really cool tubs, hot cold tubs. Um, they have an underwater treadmill that's really pretty cool. Oh, so yeah, they get really, you know, the the free the cryo freezing. Never go in the cold thing, the, the the cryo thing, the cold. Never gone in the cryo thing. I've gone in a cold tub before though. Right, but not the cryo. Okay, I have friends of mine who really tell me that at our age, it's something we should be doing at least. We should be taking a cold shower at least once a week, right? And work our way up to doing it at least five times a week. And then 
buying a cold tub after you go from a cold shower, go to the cold tub and spend approximately 30 seconds to two minutes in a cold tub a day. I hate taking anything cold. I'm with showers. you. It's all, just, it, it, it's, it's a mental fight. So it helps keep you sharp mentally, but it right. also increases your metabolism. It increases your heart rate and it lets right. you train yourself to be able to handle breathing. When your heart is racing, you can calm yourself down. It helps with anxiety, helps with stress. Okay. A lot of, I mean, people swear by it and I, and it's, oh, people not, swear by it. They've been telling me, but like yeah. when I was it in hurts. Curacao, we didn't have hot water at, at the hotel, at the, so we got apartment. Okay. Uh, they gave us, you know, we got a car. We drove okay. to and from work, but it was just a really wasn't dangerous, but it was just an apartment on the island. And it right. was two rooms, one bathroom. It didn't have hot water. So I got there, took a shower in the morning, and went to work. And there was no hot water. I started when I finally got help, I was coming home for lunch trying to work out and i realized i had hot water because the pipes got heated by the sun and the water was actually tolerable so does does that happen to you here what's that the pipes in your house heat the water to like obscene temperatures because you have a newer house so i didn't know if they fixed that problem or not uh yeah i, I mean it hasn't happened yet here at my house in the summertime yeah. like Normally, like the, the what you put the like the the, right. the 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 whatever the lever, yeah, it's supposed to be like at midway point is like right. tolerable heat. Right. In the summertime, it's like that. It's like, like you don't need oh. it's the, the the water is searingly so hot. hot. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, so yeah. hot yeah. coming up because the the, the 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 pipes in my house are so hot because of the summer that you don't yeah. need to heat the water. The water what happened goes, at the other house? I haven't really noticed it here because you have a new but, house, so I think they fixed yeah. it probably with insulation and whatnot. Maybe I don't know. That's but, good. That's good to know. <laughs> I just that. know that for almost two years, I took a cold shower every day. So like cold, cold, or just like lukewarm? No, it was cold. It was wow. it was it was like first thing in the morning. The sun was just coming up. I was getting up at six thirty, seven o'clock, getting in the shower and going to work to be at the office by eight. So it was cold. Like where you get that, uh, like you know. It first Good, yeah. catches your breath. That's what you want. Right. That's what you want. You want it to shock your system and oh. to cause your heart rate to accelerate. That that's the whole point. Yeah. I people absolutely 100 percent swear by it. I have tried a couple times to go, all right, one day a week, I'm taking a cold shower. I'm gonna, one day a week. And then I get in and it's like knives stabbing just, my body. Oh. Yeah, I just I go up. Oh, that was oh. done. Like that was it. I'm done. I'm it ain't okay. long though. Like if you want to cut down on the water bill, take a cold shower because I don't stay in there long. I don't mind a shower. Yeah, you fly wow, but like the hell with that. If I have come from a workout or I come from running, I'm Better. much more tolerable to taking a cold shower and just Better. rinse off and get done. But like first thing in the morning, that's how you get the most. The most benefit, the highest benefit, is get up, get in the cold shower, or get up and go in the cold tub. Uh, oh man, <laughs> go from a warm bed to a 50 degree temperature tub. <laughs> I did it every day. I tell, I'm telling you, it was it, uh, maybe kept me mentally sharp, but I know I didn't like it. I did not yeah. like it. I couldn't it wait hurts. to go in the ocean, go swimming in the afternoon. I was like, get me some water that I can tolerate. Right. <sighs> uh, can we let go of 
Sports Grid here. Do should we do the circuit sports schedule of the day, Farah? Do we have time to do to do that, or should we move her off? Uh, no, they got enough time. You can say goodbye. Okay, so Sport Grid. We'll talk to you guys coming up tomorrow live from Circa. We'll be there from ten to twelve live, but now we're watching the replay. You'll see that tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show on Sports Grid. If you guys are on Twitter and YouTube, stick in the podcast. Stick around. Don't move. More with BVB. All right. Circus Sports schedule of the day. I bet this last year and I hit this last year. Don't know if I'm doing it again. UNLV. Tomorrow, Circus Sports, 10 to 12, live. We will be on the second floor by Lids and Victory Burger. I will have a litany, a shit show, a ton amount of giveaways with us. Most likely, I'm going to be walking around the book handing out random crap to people. But if you'd like to get a t-shirt, I've got a variety of props gear, mm-hmm. just the picks t-shirts. I'm bringing a box. I'm bringing your swag tomorrow, Dave. I'm giving you your box of stuff tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get that from me tomorrow. So FYI. I'm going to just swing by and pick it up today? No, because you've been saying that for literally for two and a half weeks. So well, no, I know, but I can come get it today. No, 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 no. I'll bring no, it. You don't tomorrow. have to bring it. Don't even bother. Don't. I'll bring it tomorrow. I got also. I got. I, I got to make trips. Well, no, then I got to carry it from the circuit, and I got to exactly. bring it back to the car. Yeah, that's good. You should suck it up and deal with it because you I'll haven't come by the house later. Yeah, right. I'll come find you today. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. I'll come uh, right. You today. Yep. Wear we'll the ER hats and all that stuff. I'll believe that when I see it. Bye later. UNLV. But tomorrow, Circus Sports tomorrow. UNLV four and a half is the projected win total. For the UNLV. highest it's been in years. Years. It was one and a half last year. Forever. And I bet over and it cashed. Got two. Now it got two. They got two wins last year. And it was a late. Actually, they won three. They won their last two games. Oh, they won that one early. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they won the game early and they won their they won two games late. It was three wins and three wins turned to five is the question for UNLV. I can tell you this. I never made it more than one and a half or two my whole time in Vegas. (laughs) That's incredible. And we had guys that would bet it just to, just to say they were right. You know, we take a dime on it. So, but we had certain guys, one guy, you know, David, in the in the front row at the end, you see, you got the UNLV number yet? It's one. What do you want? You're not making it one because he couldn't wait to bet under every oh, single wow. year. If you made it two, he bet under. Nobody was going to bet every wow. year. Wow, yeah. always under, huh? Yeah, so now you got three and a half, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half. Jeez, okay. highest it's been in my six years here in Vegas. It's the yeah. highest it's been. I mean, this is. Two wins last year, Rafferty said. I thought they won three, Matt. I mean, I know I cashed the over one and a half. I thought they won more than that. You're a professor at the school. Well, I bet the over. I mean, I don't care if it's two or three. What do I care? Doesn't matter to me. Ticket cashed. It's all that matters. Man, oh, man. Right? I mean, I don't care if they won two or three. They won, they won more than one and a half. They went over their number. That's all I cared about. You're a professor. You have to get this thing right. I only, only thing I got to get right is the bet. I don't got to get the whole season right. Give me the give me the one bet right. Um, it is four flat at Circus Sports uh, minus one minus one fifteen to the over. Okay, Fanduel is at Fanduel is at four and a half. Four and a half. What under juiced? Yes, I believe. Hold on, let me double check on that. Um, 
Why in New Mexico were there only two wins last year? And Hawaii was late, right? Like Hawaii was not really ex- was not expected to happen. Um, it is four and a half even money to the over minus one twenty to the under mm, at okay. Fanduel. Can we All find right. five wins? They play Idaho State in the opener. The line right now. I went shopping. Okay, I wanted to bet this, mm-hmm. and the books I use in Vegas, no one has this number up yet. Offshores have this at twenty one and a half. There are East Coast books at twenty two. But if this thing stays below 24, I'm betting UNLV. Why don't you just bet it now? Who has it up now? In Vegas, who has it up now? Hold on, hold on. What's the date of the game? Uh, the 27th of August, Saturday. It's not up. It's, it's this week. That's fine. Okay. Idaho State's an FCS school. Yeah. So they'll put it up tomorrow. Okay. Because Westgate, Circa, yeah, they're not William, William Hill, uh, <laughs> Stations. I mean, I went through all my books. None of them have it. So I was like, maybe it's, they just put it up, but none of them have had it. It's so funny because like this is a market, you know, in this space, you've got books all rushing to be first. Yep. A lot of times. They want, they want to be last on this one. Nobody wants to, they want to be, be last on this one. I know. I, I realized it. I was like, because um, Ben Carey for, from our, yeah. our, our Capwise. Yeah, Capwise this morning said, yeah. watch this number. And I said, who the hell in Vegas has this number up? And he's like, nobody in Vegas has this number up. And I'm like, this is a pain in the ass. Like I, I, I said it on the podcast on Tuesday on just the picks. I said, I want to bet UNLV. If it's under 20, if I, the number is under 24, I want to bet UNLV, but I got to go, I got to send one of my dudes to go and get the number on the East coast. Can't get it here. You got to make a connection with bet smart. He said he made it 17 and a half and you can bet at him. You can bet with him. Wow. How about that? So he thinks the number's way too high. So maybe I'll bet on, maybe I'll take the dog at 24 if, if Vegas opens, if, if we inflate the 24. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll do that. I mean, 24 points for UNLV is stupid, but I think 21. Sonic I, says he has it at Bet Rivers, Arizona, minus 20 and a half. Okay. Yep. I, told, I mean, the East Coast books, other books, non Vegas books, have you, can, you can find this game. You can't find this game in Vegas. What's the Duquesne-Florida state line? For the guys in the chat, see if you can find a Duquesne-Florida state line. It's the game underneath Idaho State and UNLV. In Vegas in, or offshore or, or non-Vegas? Anywhere. It's final right. line. It's, just, it's, it's amazing because, like, if we're going to inflate the number, if we go, like, 25, 26, I'll take the dog. And so, like, a part of me wants to just wait and see what Vegas books do because, like Raider games, UNLV games tend to get bet by the public. And they tend to go and shade over because they know the money's coming in on UNLV. Especially home opener. We zero. Nothing but money against UNLV. <laughs> against you. Oh, interesting. Do so you think it, it would be lower? Yes. Could could the Vegas books open lower than the country? Yes. In, in the market. Oh, I like that. Okay. I think yes. 21's a number. I, I think that they win by 21 points. Okay. So if I get 21 in Vegas, I'll bet Idaho State. If, if it goes to 24, I'll bet under probably. So win. Win. Cal on the road, week two. Lose? Smacked. No, not winning that game. Uh, North Texas at home. Win. 
This is the schedule now. At Utah State. Lose. Correct. Home for New Mexico. <laughs> you say correct like you have Biff Salmanac or something. Oh, wait, <laughs> you do. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Got home, home for New Mexico. This was one of their two wins last year. Mexico's bad, bad. And New Mexico State's bad, bad. They're both bad. The whole, the whole state is bad at football. I'll say win. Okay, so now we go. Three wins so far. Yeah. And they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games left. Okay. Okay. Can they get can they go two and five down the stretch at San Jose State? No. Home for Air Force. It's tough. Triple option football. I say yes. Four. You think they beat Air Force? Why not? Uh, Let's see. Last year, the Air Force game last year was 48-14. Reverse that. <laughs> it's triple option football, man. It's hard to play. Three. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> not I reversed be it. Okay. We're going to go L. We changed yeah. it. W, B, race, pencil, L. Home for Notre Dame. Oh, sorry. At, is it at? No, yeah. Sorry. At Notre Dame. Sorry. Yeah, say, are you nuts? Notre Dame's no. coming here twice. Yeah, they played BYU. Sorry, I forgot. It's at Notre Dame. Loss. Yeah, by a hundred. At by San Diego. Yeah, they're getting crushed. At San Diego State. You just said that. What do you mean? No, I said, I said at San Jose. I said San Jose State. The first one. Yep. And this is San Diego State. Oh, okay. You said San Diego State. Um, is this the road game they can win? No. No way. <laughs> No, they're not going. I mean, to the San aspects. Jose State was the one I was thinking. Oh, maybe they can be San, but San Jose State's pretty good. I mean, they're. they're okay. I don't think they win that right. game either. So I'm stuck on three. Home for Fresno State. Lose. Oh. At Hawaii. Lose. I don't know. Maybe I, they win that game. Hawaii's going to maybe be bad. though. Hawaii's going to be bad. They're going to beat Hawaii. I'll say no. I'll say lose. Three. Stuck on three. I have four. Nevada at home in the battle for the silver cannon. No. No. That's it. I have four wins. I have three. Three. Under. It's, it's, it's minus 105 at Circa to bet the under four wins. Four and a half. It would be much, I'd feel much more comfortable betting under four and a half. Yeah, it would be. I would be laying under yep. laying four. So if you can, if you on the on the East Coast, if you have Fanduel, you have Fanduel account. It's probably a good bet. Take UNLV the under absolute four top is five, and that's monster. And and that's in the, in the if if Arroyo goes, good. if Arroyo wins five games in his in his second season, okay. I'll be impressed given the number of, of quarterbacks they've gone through the number of transfers they've had in and out five wins would be pretty impressive. Yes, it would. And they, I mean, look, they are, they are hoping so desperately that somebody wants Las Vegas and they get into one of these power conferences. They're desperate for it. That's but, another story. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense if you want Vegas. Oh, it, make, you, it, it makes it, a lot of sense. The facilities Nice the building. The, they building come here anyway. Just, they come for all the championships anyway. And you get a market Super Bowl here, Super Bowl, but you also get the books. I mean, if you want to do Mark to do business with sports books, I mean, having Vegas in your conference 
gives you access to all of them. It's a very attractive school. UNLV is more people are like, they suck. I'm like, it doesn't matter what the teams do. As long as they're just decent, they're not embarrassing. Right. right. I mean, Northwestern and Rutgers are in the Big Ten. Like it's it, the UNLV can be no academically, it's a little bit of a questionable school next to the other schools that they're up against in the Big Ten. But what happens to the Pac 12 schools if they get left behind? If there's four teams at the fact, UNLV is prime. Boise, UNLV, San Diego State. Yes. To go and become part of that conference, which isn't a power conference per se, but does give you a chance to have a little more of a, you know, a better. Rafferty said that Arroyo is two and 16 in his first two seasons at UNLV. This mm-hmm. is when the heat starts to get turned on year, year three. He's right. But he's also had three athletic directors in those three years, I believe. At least two. May have, may have had three ADs. So the boss is he's he's not working for someone who hired him. That's the, that's right. What so, yeah. But yeah, win. I agree. Year Better three. Win. I mean, look, football's never been a thing in UNLV. Really, it's basketball that's the thing. Kruger, Kevin Kruger is going to have more. I mean, people want to see what UNLV is going to do this year, basketball wise. I think there's more heat on the basketball program than the football program. Yeah. But Allegiant was built for them technically. I mean, it's why we have Allegiant Stadium is because UNLV had to build a new stadium. So right. they just said, well, let's just build a multifaceted football for two for two teams versus one team and get an NFL team. So, all right. Uh, the props.com story of the day. Let's jump into that. We're back to our Nerfie conversation here with our guy, Spencer Limbach. Nerfie's, uh, Spencer's record now, everydayprops.com. You can see what he's betting for Nerfie's. He's now 36 and 27 on the year. Little Red Sox, Blue Jays, Sox hosting the Jays, Gosman versus Crawford. Mm. No run is minus 110 at DraftKings. Gosman, 10 of 11 games this year on the road has not allowed a run. Right. And Cutter Crawford in eight of his 10 starts has not allowed a first inning run either. Mm. Gosman's faced the Red Sox four times, 26 innings pitched, four earned runs, 37 case, 4-0 to not allowing a first inning run. Crawford's been tough. He got rocked by Baltimore, but he's given up two or fewer earned runs to Houston and New York earlier this month in August. How do we feel about a nerfy Red Sox Jays? I think I'd bet it. I think I'd bet no. I don't think it should be a run. Red Sox are just bad. I mean, I feel much more confident Gosman getting through three Correct. outs than I do Crawford giving up a home run. Correct. That's my worry. <laughs> it's that he gets. That got he's... everybody yesterday, right? To Cleveland. Uh, no run. First mm. inning, I think. And they scored that. Guardians. Yeah. So I'm good with it. You good with it? Yeah, I'm good with it. I, I, especially the price. At minus 110, I'm good with it. It's not It's not expensive. So uh, I'm good. Uh, the betprep.com prop bet of the day. Tristan yep. McKenzie. Excuse me, Tristan McKenzie, over five and a half Ks. This hit yesterday. So we got that right yesterday. And so we're coming in. Um, Valdez. Who is this? uh, Tristan McKenzie. Guardians pitcher. K prop. Over five and a half. Over. Minus 120. I just want to make sure I heard it. (laughs) Now I see the graphic. It's a one o'clock start. FYI. Oh, Pacific, Pacific, 
Pacific time, 410 Eastern. So early start on the early Thursday, rare Thursday, 410 start. I don't know why. It's a weird time to start this game. So if, you, if you're going to go get this, do it sooner now. rather than later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, six or more strikeouts in four of his last five games overall. 14, 3, 8, 7, 6. Ooh, 14 games. Crazy. 6.8 innings pitched during a five-game stretch. He's averaging 95 pitches per game. 72.2% mm-hmm. of his pitches have been thrown for strikes over the last five games. He's not facing the Mariners yet this year. The Mariners over the last 14 days have a K rate of 24.4% against righties. McKenzie struck out seven in his outing against the Diamondbacks this month. D-backs have the lowest K rate in Major League Baseball. He struck out eight against the Astros. Astros have a K rate of under 20%. So if he goes, you can ladder this as well. Bet Prep's comfortable laddering this for seven or more and eight or more. Whoa, whoa. Plus 180 for whoa. seven or more, whoa. plus 350 for eight or more whoa. to fly over. I mean, Valdez had five and a half his number yesterday. He got to seven. The under closed at minus 155 yesterday for Valdez. Everyone bet under. It flew over. Bet prep was right. The rest of people were wrong. Tristan McKenzie over five and a half. How do we feel? Over. Bet it. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. How do you like a Tristan McKenzie over same game parlay with the win for the guardians? It's a bit more difficult. It is. I, it's not bad. It probably should pay more. Uh, they're, yeah. Well, they're favored. It, it's minus minus one twelve. Um, and if you take McKenzie, if you put McKenzie at seven or more strikeouts, uh, and a win for the Guardians. It's a plus two seventy six parlay. Oh. If you go, if you go to eight, is a plus four seventy six parlay. Seven plus wins. S- uh, seven, seven plus a win plus is seven plus Ks. Though seven yes. wins the bet. Correct. What plus is two six Ks? Uh, the six Ks is a plus one eighty one. With the Guardians winning. Yep, that's good. That's yeah, a good. It's a- that's, that, that's a plus 181. Guardians I like w the on the six road. and the K's over yeah, a agree. lot better than the seven. Um, and just because we did it yesterday, uh, Tristan McKenzie, six or more strikeouts is minus 136. Tristan McKenzie over five and a half is minus 134. Yep, different price. Same bet, <laughs> different price for a second straight day. Same bet. <laughs> different price. Why is it two cents difference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't But they like it being a two cent. Di- they're consistently different by two cents, though. So it's consistent. It's just FanDuel is not like it's not inconsistent. It's a consistent mistake they're making each day by two cents every day. <laughs> Same so bet, different odds. That's all you can ask is to be consistent. Yeah, be consistently wrong, but at least be that's consistent. Fine. That's yeah. fine. But when you put it in a parlay, it pays drastically Differently. different. Yes, it's ridiculous. Like but you yes. said it yesterday, it was like a 40-cent difference in the payout in the parlay. Plus 181 versus plus 184. So it's not dramatically different, but it is different. It was bigger yesterday because yeah. the, the other thing was a plus. Right. But still, I mean, it's still a difference. I mean, it's a it's a mistake. It's the same bet, different pricing. 
Love automation. Uh, better to book. It's brought <laughs> to you by CJ. Was texting me the thing. I just did. yes, I, I knew that was happening. I I, I 100% <laughs> knew that was coming. I said that's the that's the I knew that was coming. It's like he's taping the show. He's gonna go ahead and do it. <laughs> JTP 15 for an up to $1,250 risk-free bet if you want to use for Caesars William Hill. Better to book it. KC plus one and a half at home tonight against the Green Bay Packers. Oh, why are you making me even look at this shit? Because it's football. I would, I would, I would bet this if if I were to partake in the preseason, <laughs> I, I will bet this as you're wearing the Packers hat. Betting against it, the Packers. I just yes. I can't put Chiefs stuff on my head. It it burns my scalp. So I'm not Oh, able really? To Yes, I can't do chief stuff. So good to know chief. for the hat bet. Yes, yeah, the, 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 that is that is my Ravens chief stuff. Although I have worn it once already this on the show, once in the history of the show, I've worn it. But it's I don't. It's, it's worse than the Bills stuff, the Chief stuff. I dislike the Bills team more. I I dislike the team, the Bills more than the Chiefs. I dislike the Chief fans more than. That clash is really bad with that red, by the way. <laughs> Purple, gold, and red does not look good together. <laughs> just wanted to put it on so there you go. see that I still have the hat. There you go. I don't, I don't like Chief fans. Chief fans are – I'm not a fan at all of them. No. San Fran. Minus, to Kansas City. Oh, yeah, we are. We can find I'll, I'll walk up to Chief fans and tell them their face. I, I've, I've done they it for walk. years. Nobody tell anybody their face. Relax. Please. Overinflated. Completely irrational, <laughs> totally full of themselves fan base. And just tell them, go drink your boulevard and eat some barbecue and sit down and be quiet. That's what chief fans need to do. Oh my goodness. No more dynasty talk. No more talk about how amazing you're going to be. Oh boy. Just sit there and count the rings for the Patriots. And What's the next game? San Fran minus three and a half. Better book it. You're laying points again with this team against Houston? Yes. Houston's by this is the team. You're gonna do it again, aren't you? Yes. You burned me last week. Burned me last year. This is this is just the team I can't get right. Is this darn Texans team? I fade them all the time and they burn me all the time. It's been going on for years since I've known you. Yes. Houston years and Buffalo. Yep. Have been Houston's been worse though. Buffalo's been Houston's been, bad. been like, Houston, way worse. Houston, way Houston's worse. way worse. My inability to bet Texan games is way worse. Way worse. I'm booking it. As expected. Yeah. Finally, uh, FAU, Florida Atlantic. It finally got to the number I was looking for. It got to seven. Oh, are you serious? FAU came down to seven. Both teams have new coaches. I like FAU. FAU won the game last year, 38-7, I believe, was the final score. Now they're at, that was on the road. Now they're at home. Charlotte would be better. Not better enough. FAU, minus seven. Better than you booking it. I, I guess booking it? <laughs> I wasn't expecting this today. What the hell are you hitting me with this bullshit I today? Because I, I told you I was betting football every day. I know, but I thought it, it was going to be like. I can't bet UNLV Idaho State yet because, again, numbers not up. So I don't want to go ahead and use. I, I, I can't bother people for too often. There's certain bets that are easier for me to get down on, on with East Coast people. UNLV is not an easy one for me to get down on at the moment. Okay. Oh, boy. 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll book it. I'll book it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this from a number play. I like this. Numbers come down. A lot of. Do you think it's going up? I think it's going to go to seven and a half based on what I'm looking at right now. Well, so I'm glad you bet this. Seven's the number, right? It started, I think it opened at, at nine and a half. Hold on. Let's see what it opened at. This wine history looking. This thing has been seven, six, or five and a half. Every one of those numbers multiple times. Not like seven and a half? I saw it seven and a half they, last they, week. For, they went to seven and a half for... It sat there for a month. Yeah. From okay. Mid July. Yeah. Until I was waiting for seven. I didn't like seven and a half. I was waiting to see if we were going to get money to move it down to seven. There's a lot of people who like Charlotte in this game. Yeah. Okay. It's tran this is the transfer game. There are so many transfers coming into both sides of this both these schools. It's crazy. Right. But new head coaches for both. Or not sorry, Willie Tiger's not new. Sorry, I'm confusing my Nevada game. Willie Tiger's not new. But you've got a it's time for Willie Tiger to do something to really start to have a good season. Home dog. I'm sorry. Home favorite minus seven killed them last year. Win by 10. Oh, okay. If you say so, uh, you, you <laughs> caught me off guard today. I'm going to book it, but right. I got to do a little more work on this. I Get ready for week tomorrow. zero. I told you, I mean, up in, I've been in my lab for college football for week zero. I've been excited okay. about it. So I'm, I'm firing. Uh, favorite thing about today is what? I got the kid at home. That's pretty that's, cool. That's, that's great. You know, that's, that's good because like, not the good, not know, good she's, she's sick, but, but good that she's in the chat. She's fine. She played her mother this morning. I had to mm. sit there and not say a word. Oh. No, she's a little sick. I mean, they did the whole thing. Look at her throat, this and that. Because I'm just like, go to school. Right. My mother just made me go to school. Unless I went the one time I threw up in like third grade. And then she still made me go to school. You remember that? Oh, I had Pepto-Bismol for the first and one and only time. You've had Pepto once in your life? My stomach hurt. She said, here, take this Pepto-Bismol. And I put that stuff in my mouth. <laughs> and I projectile vomited all over her bathroom. Whoa. Tried a little bit in the sink, but it just, I was sick and I went everywhere. So she was mad. And she's <laughs> like, really pink. I said, I'm going to go really lay down. Pink. And she said, no, you're not. You're going to go change and you're going to go to school. And I was Whoa. like, what? She said, you just threw up. You've got to be better now. Go to school. <laughs> and I was like, I walked up the bus stop like mad That's as could be. 70s are fun. Tell her to this day, <laughs> you know, you made me go to school. First, you made me to chalk Pepto-Bismol shit. What year was that? I was third grade. It was 1977, 78. Has Pepto, I wonder, has Pepto gotten better since 1976? Can't be the same formula, right? Can't be, it's, it's got to have changed, right? I don't know. Some of that Four, stuff's the same. Forty years the same, the same formula for forty years. That's pretty damn good, though. If it if it stayed the same and sold the way that it's sold and taken the way that it's taken for forty years, that's pretty good. We used to sell so much of that stuff in that like Listerine. It tasted like like oh, still does pine tar. Still does. Oof. Oh my goodness. So we I know we used First to. First time I had Listerine, I was like, why would anyone ever ever nails in their mouth like this ever the worst tasting thing ever <laughs> man my goodness gracious 
Um, me, favorite thing about today, I convinced Madeline to go to the Aces game on Sunday. So, uh, so when you, you read, uh, I, I was going to talk to you. We can go. Just watching the show. So, why is that? Damn it. She doesn't. Well, she she just, knows. Right? Well, I'm, I haven't bought tickets. You. I haven't bought tickets yet. Oh, oh, okay. Good, 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 good. Okay. I haven't bought tickets yet. So, so, okay. but the aces, it's so I, I playoff was convincing game. playoff game, game, game one of the semifinals Sunday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Great timing. Perfect. So I, I said to Madeline, I said, Hey, we're going on Friday to the Patriots and the Raiders game. How would you feel about going? She's like two games in one weekend. I was like, yeah, she goes inside or outside. I go, they're both inside. And she's like, all right. Cause I took her to the WNBA all-star game. Um, about three years ago when it was here. When the aces first started right and she was four like four and a half five like she didn't really get what the hell was going on she had no clue but this like they're getting ten thousand a game now they're getting we, people don't you remember us going to that west coast conference basketball game and sitting in yes. the second row with the kids yes yes they actually had fun oh yeah they'll have a ball i mean that's, that's so like this will be a big you. event 100%. So if you want to, I mean, we, we should 100% do it. So if you want to do it, I'm, I'm going to buy, I haven't bought tickets. We'll talk later. But that was on the way to school. I just said, how would you feel about this? And then Julia was there and she's like, I was like, Julia, think your parents will let you go. And she's like, I don't know. I'll ask. And then I texted the mom and the mom's a little bit. Shh. She was like, um, we'll think about it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I was like, you know, you don't need to come. And some people get a little skittish about crowds on the strip and whatnot. So I totally, I was like, I totally get it. But just like, you know, we were talking about it in front of Julia. So I didn't want to make you feel bad, but I'll buy the tickets and, and we can go. Um, but that was like two sporting events in one weekend for me as a dad. This is a historical big, never big. happened, never right. happened. So hopefully it doesn't go badly because then it will not, I won't be able to take any more sporting events with Manuel. We should be like, I'm done. <laughs> That's it. I went to two and I'm done. Never want to go back. So I got to make sure that she has a good time for, for both of these games. The beautiful thing about both Friday with the football game and Sunday with the basketball game, is it like you can, we can walk out and not feel guilty or bad about it. Of like course. it's not like yeah. if we need to leave, we leave. Well, that's, I mean, to me, that's like the hockey game. She wanted to stay for the golden Knights to the bitter end. Like right. I, I, I wanted to go and she was like, it's three, two Bruins. We're not going anywhere. What do you mean? Like, what, what, what are you doing? And I was like, okay. I was like, I just figured you want to go home. She's like, why well, do I want to go home? I want to see the end of the game. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> let's go. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I had a bet on the game. I'm like, that's it. Let's go. So I don't know if she's going to stay or not, but I was asking her, what do you want to wear for gear on Friday? Like I'll wear whatever opposite you're going to wear. And she looked at me like dead faced and she goes, I'm wearing Patriots gear. What do you think I'm going to wear? I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like oh I'll wear Raider gear. I was like, if you're that hell bent on Patriot stuff. And she's like, but I'm too big. My Patriot outfit. Like the last time we bought her a Patriot thing was when she wore a, um, she wore a Patriot cheerleading outfit that actually she was on CBS TV for the Super Bowl mm -hmm. in Boston. Mm -hmm. A buddy of mine was soliciting kids who were cheering for the Patriots. And we, she was on freaking Boston television as a three-year-old. So I'm like, you don't fit in that thing anymore. So we got to go shopping tonight. So tonight we're going down to your, to your, we know downtown, to go, we're going to your downtown Summerlin place right. and go get some Patriot gear for her. Right. And I'll wear my Raider stuff. And, you know, last time I wore Bruin stuff and she wore Golden Knight stuff. Oh, okay. So okay. Like, yeah, but I appreciate the fact that I have ingrained 
Patriots into her versus I didn't yeah. really bring the Bruins into her. Yeah. But she is a Patriot. I she was like, damn. <laughs> she was no as soon as so I was really psyched this morning. I was like, all right, this is gonna be a damn fun day. So tomorrow, circus sports. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. Come down. Bear Marlings has already told me he's gonna be stopping by and saying hello. Uh, Vegas Chris is going to stop by. Oh, to, to talk about winning betting tournaments, winning football tournaments. Uh, the survivor winner from last year, one of the 13 who won it last year. Is that was the number? How many, how many guys won it last year? I or, it was, no, I thought it was less than 10. Okay. So one of the, one of the winners is going to be on oh. Vegas. Maddie will spend about a half an hour with us, breaking down everything about ins and outs of betting on the contest, how it's going to go. He's going to be with us. They're very happy about getting you hats, Dave. Footballcontest.com is all in. I'm like, they're they're gonna load you up on on stuff tomorrow. So perfect. Like we want Dave and hats. So they got that. Um, and then who I knows what went through yesterday and did the final walkthrough. We're all set up. It's Jeffrey good. Benson's gonna come on by and stop by from Circus Sports. So, and then who knows how many other people are gonna stop on by tomorrow. So it's gonna be a really fun show. Uh, the last time we did this, we were outside. So like we couldn't go over because it was too damn hot. I have no clue what's going to happen because we're going to be literally overlooking the book. And, you know, we never know who's going to stop by. It's Vegas. So we could have should some be, fun. Should be fun. 10 to 12 tomorrow live on YouTube and Twitter. I definitely recommend watching the show live tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. If not, listen to the podcast afterwards and Sports Grid TV after it's over tomorrow night for that. He's Dave. I am Matt. Farrah's in with us tomorrow, live from Circa. We'll talk to you tomorrow.